0: what's up cloud gamers why is that
1: (laughs) that's not on my
0: side (laughs) all right anyway what's going on cloud gamers panic (laughs) panic what's going on guys so welcome to cgx podcast number 71 you'll notice that ace isn't here right now he just kind of turned everything over to all of us for a little while but he should be back for the second half according to what he's saying so let's hope so because you don't want to just watch us the whole time all right, so we're going to be going over a little bit of news for Amazon Luna, GeForce Now, and xCloud. That'll be the first half of the show, and then we're going to get into some topics with uh, Microsoft and Rainbow Six Extraction and Fortnite coming back to mobile through GeForce Now. So first, we're going to go around and get started with the panel here. So let's see. What's Ace always say? We, get, we save the best for last, but then really he always goes last. So it took me a while to figure that out, but anyways, we'll start off with uh, Holtz. What's going on, Holtz? What have you been playing? What platform?
1: How you been? So I've been slowly grinding again on Darksiders 3. This is a game that I always put off, and it's a game that I need to finish as soon as possible before the February titles came. So I've just been playing it on Stadia, you know, really enjoying it. and yeah, I've been focusing more on TV shows this week than actually cloud gaming, but that's just another thing.
0: Yeah, there's there's been a lot going on in entertainment in general, not just in gaming. Maker so, of chaos, are you done? What's so I, I'm not
1: I'm not one of them gamers that can actually watch a TV show then jump to a game. So I have to plan my night how I'm going to spend it. So it's uh, I I stay focused so, on one thing.
0: So wait, so you're either going to game one night or you're going to watch a TV show or a movie, but it's not going to be no. no combination of this. See, that's opposite for me. I love to watch a show or a movie and then like five minutes later go jump into the game I was playing before, you know, I got into watching it. So maker of chaos sir, how are you doing? Same question. What have you been up to? Um, What have you been playing?
2: I've, I've uh, been playing a lot, Uh, played a bit of halo infinite, some of that new uh, matchmaking type, uh, the new event that's going on with that. I've been playing a little bit of final fantasy 14, uh, a little bit of, uh, Started Rust, which is an old game in my opinion, but but it's a, it's a good one. I had a few friends hop on there and just have a little fun with that. And uh, Windjammers Two on XCloud, I played a bit of that. And uh, I think I think that's just about it for this week. A little bit of everything, not too much. Uh, you didn't jump into any extraction. No, I've I have it. I actually have it installed on my PC, and I I, I just haven't touched it
0: all right duncan sir you already know you're you're sir you're sir i mean sir
3: sir because this is what ace
0: does a lot he'll say the name then sir and then what platform what game and how you been
3: yeah and you know i rake him about that as well so you get the (laughs) wreck. so
0: i'll take it this time
3: you'll take it yeah uh what have i been playing uh I have jumped across a load of different things, Uh, I've been playing a fair bit of Genshin uh, Impact, uh, which has been a lot of fun over on GFNs, on some Transport Fever too, I have played Extraction uh, on X-Flight and on GFN. it's a game for mates and not, not the to damn it with Saint players. It is the perfect game for Game Pass. And um, for me, it's the perfect game for Cloud. We'll probably touch onto the wee trick you can do. They play it on GFN, because I didn't pay for money for it on <laughs> GFN. So which is always great. Uh so I, I've I've stuck in an absolute ton of time of a load of different games. Oh, Transport Fever, too. I, you can't you can't go wrong with Transport Fever. So I Go on to someone else before I bore everybody with my simulators and stuff like that.
0: Uh let's not let's not start with the simulators. Only bangers. So anyway. Uh Tito, what's going on, man? Am I saying that right? How you been? Yeah, Tito, just fine.
4: Yeah, it's all good. Thank you, man. Uh well, this week, you know, I didn't play much. Being pretty, pretty busy with work. But I took some time to play Desperados 3 on GeForce now. It's a strategy game from THQ Nordic. I didn't play Actually, I I think this is the first game, strategy game I start in more than 20 years ago. First game, strategy game I played was Commandos, you know, from Spanish studio. That was in the 90s. I remember at my friend's house. But you know, it's a genre that I I never played before. So far, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's it's quite easy to get into it, uh, even if you never played strategy games before. So, so that was it really for me this week in terms of playing. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, Fletch, I don't think I've actually not met you before on here. Is this is your first time on the podcast?
5: Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Thank you for having me on.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Welcome, man. So, what have you been playing? Where have you been uh, playing at and how you been? Uh, quite a
5: few things, actually. So, I've um, been playing Extraction um, across GFN, XCloud, Cloud, Stadia, um, alongside sort of playing a bit of FIFA 22 um, on Stadia side, um, Breakfast as well, um, and then being playing a bit of ESO on my PC. So, a few different <laughs> games um but yeah it's been good trying extraction I, I enjoy it and like duncan says definitely game pass worthy
0: <laughs> oh oh yeah absolutely i i too have been enjoying extraction a lot more and it's actually a game i thought i was going to hate and uh so kind of a 180 there but i know we're gonna we're gonna get onto extraction um but that's pretty much what i've been playing i i've been into a little bit of god of war still on pc and on ps now um, and um, extraction, other than that, pretty much everywhere from Luna, Stadia, GeForce Now, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. So a lot of time in that already. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to, well, let's say hi. Let's see who we got going on over here. So what do we got for our comments? Uh, yeah, that's something that people ask for all the time. We'll see what happens with that. But the possibilities are becoming endless with Microsoft. We got Hell Monkey, who still isn't back yet, but we want him. What is it? You don't want you don't want Hell Monkey? Hey, don't blow! Uh, Hell Monkey, shouting out to me. Yeah, if if nothing else, just be entertained by my complete lack of ability to run the podcast. It should be should be good. Jay Smith is here as always every week. What's going on, man? Uh, who else we got down through? Octavia's back here. She actually came from the Dell TV uh, community, I believe. Uh, we were talking about her a couple times here. She's been over on my channel, so welcome back here, Octavia. She seems to be jumping into cloud gaming pretty seriously the past couple weeks, which is awesome to see. Um, it's I, I never really uh, thought about cloud gaming as cord cutting as much as TV, but now recently I've been kind of looking at it that way, so uh been pretty interesting. All right, let's go ahead and get moved over to what we're going to start with for news this week. And we'll start with Amazon Luna, which should be pretty easy because either you guys haven't played it where you're at or they haven't had a ton of news. So um, Amazon Luna did put out Control Ultimate Edition, which is something I've been begging xCloud to do because we still have the original version over on xCloud. And we got uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. So going down the line, starting with halts. Um, I know you haven't tried any of these, but do you have any opinion as far as these games coming to
1: Luna? I was actually shocked, because I thought actually Control was already on Luna, and it's only that people said, no, it's the Ultimate that's come on. And I was like, I didn't even know what the difference was between the two. So it's good it's here for all those Control fans who actually want Control Ultimate. And yes, um, happy to see Rainbow Six Extraction. But of course, I also downloaded on my PC on day one, but I never got around to play it. So I don't know what it's like on any platform and service. (laughs) So I hope it runs actually great on Luna.
0: So you say you haven't tried extraction anywhere?
1: I haven't. Uh, I I, I was too distracted with with other stuff. So. All right,
0: Uh, Duncan. I won't say, sir. What (laughs) What are you thinking about Amazon Luna this week with Control Ultimate and Extraction?
3: At least I tweeted about it, but uh, never mind that. I can't Uh, keep up
0: with your Twitter, man. Like I just no no no. I didn't say
3: me. I I I said at least they tweeted about it. Oh, all right.
0: Uh, (laughs) Oh, you Japanese.
3: Oh, no, come I, I, I'll do, oh dear, dear yes. I, I'm just getting the bad jokes over and done with because someone's <laughs> going to make them. So I'll take I'll take the blame for uh, taking the attention going. off your shave. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh with with that uh control i have my thing about remedy games remedy games are everybody says they're brilliant but no one actually plays them and they're, they're always in the always in the <laughs> always in the i want to play this and then it's one of them things but it's good that it's good reputation and rainbow six extraction uh it's everywhere, so absolutely good that it is there. So there's not much more you can really say about that. Uh, they're taking along, adding more value to the subscription. Uh, it's uh a bit, of, a bit of fun. A bit of fun that it, it is all there. So yeah, I think there's that's nothing really one, much to say. Right.
0: I think that's something really cool that Ubisoft's been doing, though, because, like you said, they literally keep putting their games everywhere. And it's kind of like the uh, Microsoft Xbox philosophy right now. of Get your game out to as many people as you can to play. And Extraction is definitely one of those <laughs> ones that you need a player. Like, you want that player base. So it makes sense that they've dropped that absolutely everywhere. Um, Fletch, I don't know. Have you? Are, do you play Amazon Luna? Uh, yeah, no, it's not available here, unfortunately. Okay. So I
5: haven't had a chance to test it out myself, unfortunately.
0: All right. So any any thoughts on the two games that are added to the service?
5: Um, I think they're both strong gets ready for Luna. Um, Control Ultimate Editions is everywhere now, so it's great that they (laughs) have got it as well. (laughs) Um, Same with Extraction, sort of with Ubisoft putting it everywhere. Um, It's always a benefit to get more games onto a service and sort of Luna adding that up, especially in their sort of beta stage is always looking positive for them. So hopefully they just keep adding more and more as time
0: goes on. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is two strong games for them to grab up. Um, Tito, what about you?
4: Well, I didn't play Luna as well either, because, you know, I'm, I'm in Europe as well. Right. Uh, I was aware that they had control, as Fletcher side. control is everywhere. So if you didn't play it, it's because probably is not your type of game, right? Uh, but good, you know, if, if someone, for some reason, just subscribed now to, to to Luna, and for some reason they didn't play Control yet, it's great that they can have the option to play Control Ultimate Edition. And in terms of Rainbow Six, we know Ubisoft is, is having invested on every single cloud gaming service, so it was expected to be you know to get the game, their game on Luna as well. I'm guessing that their game is uh, available through the Ubisoft Plus channel, right? Not the Luna Plus, isn't it?
0: Um, through this is through their Luna Plus, their regular sub for their. Oh channel, well, yeah.
4: that, that's even that's even better. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so
0: they had the original yeah. control on there on the Luna Plus channel, and then now they added the Ultimate Edition as well, so they have both of them on the yeah, Luna Plus so, channel.
4: Well, I can't say much, but I'm happy for you guys on the U.S. <laughs> you have another option to choose uh, our, where where you you can play those games. Right.
0: Man, I hope Luna gets to expand soon because yeah. it really works yeah, well cool. here. I, I hope it does when it expands as well.
2: Uh, Maker, what about you? Um, I think it's a decent titles um i kind of wish there was more luna plus titles coming out but uh if you haven't played control already i i have played and beat it duncan yeah. and uh <laughs> it's uh it, it is very good I, I i like it a lot and i think it's worth that 5.99 a month just to knock it out and beat it
3: This this, this is just to see if i am um, i'd hear my own hands up if you completed control <laughs> uh, it, it's absolutely everywhere and it's been given away absolutely everywhere as well I think that that's what I'm sort of meaning
2: I picked yeah, it is. before it was given to everybody so <laughs> I, I think I paid happened? 20 for it sorry go ahead I was just saying I think I paid 20 for it before like Epic Game Store gave it away or it came to Game Pass and stuff like that Um. Yeah. Uh, but but I I, I think uh, you know Ubisoft getting their title is standard and I, I I don't think it's you know anything special in my opinion but it's solid solid I guess.
6: Yeah,
0: just some solid additions. Gamer, yeah. you made it.
6: Yeah, I'm here. I'm here.
0: So so let's get caught up. So you know before you you answer about Luna, what have, what have you been up to? What else have you been? Uh, what have you been playing? And where at?
6: Uh, you know, everything I'm sure everyone else already said. Rainbow Six uh, Extraction, um, but that's uh, that's really about it, man. I've been bouncing between Stadia, uh, Luna, and GeForce Now, just checking out the differences across each platform. But uh, but yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I've been doing too. I've been playing Extraction everywhere just to do the nerdy mm-hmm. thing and see what it looks like and how it's playing everywhere. But yeah uh what about luna so i'm sure you've been playing it on luna as well have you can have you tried to control ultimate edition on there or no
6: uh i have i have but uh it was really quick like duncan said man i i probably spent uh 10 minutes in there just to look around poke around and and i was out
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i i did the same thing um with that game Uh, that's like my one of my benchmark games for ray tracing now i mean that's i I beat it when it launched but uh that game has just become like one of my benchmark games so it's it's literally everywhere
6: yeah it's everywhere yeah it's perfect for that
0: yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) um yeah same for me i've i I think they're two they're good guests for for luna um i the reason I want to see the Control Ultimate Edition over on XCloud is because that'll move us into the 30 FPS, or I mean the 60 FPS from the 30 it's stuck at now with the original edition. That's that's my mm-hmm. harp on them doing that. So hopefully with Luna doing it, maybe XCloud will be able to do it soon. Yeah,
6: I mean some that. love has to be given to Luna, right? Only because most of their titles are 60 frames per second. All of their titles actually. Yes. Yeah. All, they that's, they, they that's, don't that's have one under deal. 60. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a big deal. So.
0: Yeah, I like the quality control, um, but I, sitting here in Ace's seat right now, I do kind of start to feel the anxiety of, like, wanting that expansion and to see it do more and, mm-hmm. and, and really grow because I, I do enjoy it as well. But, um, yeah. you know, like we've all said, Luna, they're going to do it how they want to do it, and it's, it's going to take some time. So. Oh, yeah, you're right. All right, I think that was it for Amazon Luna. Does anybody else have anything before we move on to GeForce Now? So we're gonna have to slow down. We got 45 more minutes in the first half of all this news. Um, Duncan, you're going to have to help me out when it comes to GeForce Now here, because as far as our notes go, we've got the four games, which I'm going to list off. Go ahead, start your start looking. Um, Tom Clancy's uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, of course, which is everywhere uh, on GeForce Now, Blacksmith Legends on Steam, Corp on Steam, and Garfield Kart Furious Racing on Steam were the four games, but then, after the news, they added some more. So if Duncan knows what those other games are, he can tell us.
3: Hitman Three on Steam, which is a damn date release on Steam. Uh, Expeditions Room, which is on Steam and the Epic Games Store, uh, damn date. And uh, something I, I made this joke on our show. I'm gonna make it. Go make it here. It is something sounding like what holds watches in the evening in Warno? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. So, before we move on to talking about the releases for this week, since you're already up, Duncan, um, you, we often talk about, like, surprise releases, right? Or or how we feel about, like, drops happening. And, and we all make these news videos, uh, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday for Thursday. Then on Thursday, like, we get four more games after we've released that. You're like, oh, man, we knew that. They, like, somebody had to know those were coming. Like, what does that bother you at all, or are you cool with it?
3: And. I'm telling you now, uh, older games, as in back catalogue, I'm not too fussed about if they're dropped as, uh, what what would say, uh, stealth drops. But new titles, I'm I'm a bit more annoyed if I don't know that they're coming Uh, with these extra ones dropping. I think it's always good. Uh, I think it's actually worth maybe speculating on why this has actually happened. I think they're starting to get a bit more capacity now, uh, after the thirty eighty and this fortnight stuff that they've been doing. I think they're going to try and get the the games back up because we do know that they their aim or their aim last year was having at least ten games ten games a week there. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't like stealth drops. and I don't like stealth drops, which are new new games. Uh, I'm a bit easier on them if it's older games but new games, no, because that Expeditions Room was the game I was actually having my eye on and I then gotcha. forgot about it because it wasn't coming
0: Alright So do you think then that's are the, do you think they're going to attempt to try to get back up to that t- like 10 game a week 40, 50 game a month goal that they originally had last year or do you think they're going to kind of keep it keep it down a little bit
3: I think we're going to see it push back up again uh, I thought last year when when they announced this thirty eighty, I think we were going to see the wind down. I thought we would have seen a bit of a uptake this month, and I think we're starting to see it with these extra ones dropping. I, I'm hoping that we're going to see it going back up to ten because I'm not I'm the style person out from the group here. I check Steam DB, and at this moment in time, they've got two thousand five hundred games in the back catalog who have done the we tick the box. Uh, wanting to come to gfn and that this goes up on a daily basis. There's there people are wanting to bring their games to gfn and this isn't even including the Epic Games. This is just on Steam. So I think we're going to see, hopefully, a uptick in the games.
0: Gotcha. Well, it only makes sense. And the, the larger your your consumer base gets, the more likely you are that games come to your service. And that's that goes for everybody. Um, Fletch, what about you for this week on G Force now with with these releases and, and have you dove into any of them? Obviously extraction. Yeah,
5: yeah extraction's been a big one that I've jumped into. Um and I have jumped into Garfield Kart as well. Um there's a game I already own on on there, so sort of been playing through that. Again, it's it's good for all the sort of the younger ones out there. Um if you want something on GFN. Um definitely worth it as well. Good kart racer all round, so Always a bonus to see that work go on there. But the other two, I've never actually dove into them, but they seem to have quite positive reviews. Um So, yeah, looks good, really, for GFN. Sort of adding just more and more.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of what... They're they are pretty consistent. They, they've had a dry, interesting couple of months, but it's to be expected from November on, like with the launch of the 3080 and them trying to pull that off globally and have decent capacity and performance. Um, it's not a surprise that the team kind of had to shift focus and we got less games for a little while. So hopefully Duncan's right. And we'll see that return to 10 or more games a week. Um, Gamer, what about you? What do you think about this week
6: for g now? I think it's solid. Um, I, so personally, I did not play Garfield, but my kid did. And uh, really enjoyed it. So uh, obviously for me, I'm I'm more on the Rainbow Six side of things. But um, I think it was pretty balanced. Something for the kids and something for the old people like me.
0: (laughs) Sometimes we get (laughs) caught up in the hype of the games and, and we'll discount a game or make fun of it right because it's not for us or it's for a kid but like you know i'm a dad so yeah yeah like my perspective changes over time absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, like it's gonna be six tomorrow and he's starting to take that interest right oh, so yeah. um games like that i'm like all of a sudden i'm looking at like oh i'm saving that in my library for him later i'm saving mm-hmm. this and, and i do it on all the different platforms so yep. that's that's uh you start seeing the variety being even more important than than before so yep. Tito, uh, what about you, sir, for this week on GeForce Now?
4: Yeah, well, uh, personally, I think it has been, you know, an okay week—not not great, not bad. You know, uh, as you said, we had initially four games. We thought that was it, and later we got four games more, <laughs> <laughs> which is, you know, uh, it was unexpected. But at the end of the day, you know, the more the better. And um, to be honest, uh, the only game I'm really interested out of those eight games is Garfield Car Racing. We know it's not cross racing, it's not Sonic racing, it's not Mario Kart. But since we don't have any of those, you know, at least we have some, you know, kart racing game that everyone in the family can play. Other than that, you know, it's just an okay week. I'm hoping that, you know, as Duncan said, they start adding more games. They could if they wanted to. I guess one of the reasons why they don't is because they are aware that some of those 2,000 games, you know, don't have any interest for most people. But there are still some games that you know uh, people want to play and have around 200 uh, players per day i mean concurrent players usually and it it would be nice to have them on on g4 now let's see what what happens you know on on next weeks let's see but this week it was just okay not bad but not amazing really we always know that Ubisoft games are going to be (laughs) in GeForce now on day one right so um, that wasn't really you know such big news because it was something to be expected so yeah
0: I re- I really think it's cool how we we all say that, like, Ubisoft's going to be on everything. And, you know, that's cool, but whatever. But, like, just a couple of years ago, it wasn't that way. And, and, you know, I was purchasing so many more games in so many different places. And now it's like, with something like Ubisoft Connect, the games are just kind of dropping, dropping everywhere. And we've already gotten used to it. Like, we're yeah, we're, we're cool. already not numb to it, but we're already used to that value. Like, yeah. I think Game Pass kind of opened that door a few years ago. So...
4: Yeah, we, we get used to the nice things quite uh, quickly. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, Holtz, so what about you for GeForce Now this week? You well, are this... often critical on the GeForce Now, so of course, because
1: why would I care about Blacksmith Simulator? Oh my god, another one of them. When you say they're <laughs> going to bring 10 to the server, it sounds like another 10 simulator. Oh my god, but anyway, not on the negative. I, I did actually buy garfield not for anyone else but myself i was a big huge um, garfield fan back in the early 90s Garfield and friends i love mod car races i love sonic races so i've seen this for 129 over in the uk and i think it's a book 50 for you on steam so it was that cheap i had to run out and buy it just to add it to my um geforce now library so i'm going to have some time enjoying that because like a lot of people said We don't really have that many like box car races. So it's really going to be fun to see the chaos that Garfield and his friends can bring to the racetrack.
0: Yeah. Mario Kart really being the king of kart racers kind of, made everybody love that genre especially the older folks probably like all of us here on this panel who who probably our first experience with a kart racer was mario kart um you know um, i know mine was on super nintendo it was my original experience so um it's always made me go out and try other kart racers as they come out and many fail but some are are pretty good um i haven't checked out garfield myself but as soon as my son's ready to jump into it i'm sure I'll, i'll give it a go
1: But as I was saying, um, to me, they're not for me, but every week I'm always happy to see what Duncan has to say, and every time he's happy, the library's expanding for his type of games like Expedition Rome, it makes me feel, oh, good, some people are enjoying it, but for me, I would want them to bring a, a more diverse library that sort of caters for me.
0: Yeah, I, you do have a certain particular taste in games. And actually, that's the stuff I'm wanting to see you put on your channel and talk about because it's the kind of stuff I don't know about in, in gaming. So, um, But good luck with getting a lot of them coming on GeForce now because it ain't easy.
1: Maker of Chaos, the well, best for last. What? Just, just look jump in. at um, I, I did actually um, link, because um, Duncan on his channel, actually he told us how to link the Game Pass with the the. GeForce Now. So I actually did boot my PC and actually linked Extraction to my um, GeForce Now. So I've got that as well, but I didn't pay for it via PC Storefronts.
0: Got you. Um, Yeah, I'm going to have Duncan talk about that a little bit more here in just a second, too. Uh, Maker, what about you for this week on GeForce Now?
2: Um, Yeah, I think it's a a solid week for GeForce Now. I think uh, Garfield was a decent little game. I'm not too interested in that Black Blacksmith game, I don't know, is not for me. But um, overall, you know, I think it's a decent bit of games. Nothing really huge other than extraction, which is fine. And uh, I do hope that they really kick it up, bring some more games. But I have a feeling that with this 3080 tier, they might be having to optimize a bit. Because now that, that you have to do the free tier, you have to do the founders tier, and you have to do 3080 tier for... Optimizing settings and stuff of that nature. I have a feeling we're gonna see six to maybe seven games probably for most of the year.
0: Yeah, so as you add more hardware and more tiers, as you add more work to the onboarding process. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. So hey, gotta grow the team, right? We've gotta get more people to onboard. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe, <laughs> Or streamline the process, which is something else I know they've been working really hard at is trying to streamline their process for getting these games up and, and ready to go. And I think there's still a lot of people out there that don't realize that um, GeForce Now pretty much has to, to start the main part of that onboarding process when the game launches. So when we get access to the game on our launcher or our store, that's when they're getting in and, and trying to to get things going. So um, trying to do 6, 10, 15 games in some of those weeks was difficult. And I think that's why you saw sometimes there'd be two or three days um, before a game would go live. Yeah. yeah Duncan, so <clears throat> about that linking Game Pass extraction to GeForce Now, give us a quick little, because you had a good video out on that, um, give us a quick little rundown on that for those that don't know yet.
3: Basically, it's nuts. (laughs) That'll just do that. It's a complete and utter unexpected bonus of... uh, If you subscribe to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, the way they do it is you actually link it through the Ubisoft Connect. But if you link it through Ubisoft Connect, you can get access to it through GeForce Now. So basically, you go into your Xbox app or the website, link your Xbox for game pass for pc with your ubisoft connect account and very bang you get rainbow six and rainbow six uh, extraction both added to your ubisoft connect library and away you go it's an unforeseen consequence uh, of everything coming together and with game pass uh there is possibilities down the line for other sort of things like that unless gfn and ubisoft and microsoft right as we talk talking because uh, if and when we move on to ea play uh using that as a browser instead of origin we can that, get that <laughs> yeah. yeah that's well that's what i was going to mention
0: like is it unforeseen it kind of isn't because like ea knew right like there's a reason that ea desktop app exists and they <laughs> created that and put it out in beta form mere months before they added their sub to game pass and so they knew like there was this possibility of a link i think with the accounts, so they have a whole separate app to where you can't get your game pass games to run and, and work that way ubisoft was basically like that's eh, fine that's fine, just let the game show up and they can keep it. Um, the thing is, do you think this is on purpose and it stays this way? Do you think they close this little loophole in the future? Do you think Ubisoft's gonna stay friendly with it like it's it's really I, odd
3: I, I for me, I think they're going to keep it because we know what Ubisoft are doing in the bigger sort of picture. Uh, they're going gas, 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 and you've already seen that in Extraction, where you can see all the way, you, can, you can see where they're going to be going down the lines. Rainbow Six, you have to buy all the all all the packs, and right. Assassin's Creed's going to be doing that. Uh, with them moving to Assassin's Creed, I can't say Infinite, uh, where that's going to be jumping in. Uh, we've got a video. If we're, if we're pushing videos. We're going to push this. We've got a video coming out and why that game's probably going to be based on cloud as well uh there's just ubisoft are just very very friendly and i think they just want to get it out uh i'm not going to say what other people call them but any cloud service they're they're wrapping themselves up and i'm that that this week as well with that other one which i forgot the name of
0: Ubisoft has been super consumer and gamer friendly recently. And, you know, any company that does that from Xbox to Ubisoft or anybody else is going to get more success. It's just the bottom line. When you do that, you're going to get more um, consumers. Did anybody else on the panel um, do this? Did you link your your Game Pass to Ubisoft?
1: Yeah, I did, and I hope they close it down asap before people <laughs> like me get ideas in my head where I'm like, "Well, I have I can link my PlayStation account, and I have PlayStation now. So, where's all my Ubisoft titles on GeForce now? Because I would love linking any cloud service and getting it all available on GeForce now without paying Ubisoft Plus. So, I feel they're going to lose a lot of money if they carry on doing it. So, <laughs> anybody else on that? It's a bad thing. Anybody else think it's a bad thing? Well, well, it's, well, not, it's, not, it's not a bad thing for gamers. It's a, it's a good thing for us, but I think it should have been one of those things where, shh, keep it quiet on the yeah. DL, because the it's more all... people get hold of it, the more it's going <laughs> to take it away.
2: It's, it's yeah. also good for Game Pass because, like, look, you know, if you can get it cheaper through Game Pass, more people will probably subscribe to it. Yeah,
4: and, and to be honest, we, we don't know if they are going to add more games uh, to Game Pass. So, you know, uh, of, of course, everyone is thinking, oh, in the future, they might add Assassin's Creed, uh, the Division 3 or wherever they're going to release, Riders Republic and so on. But they might not add more games to Game Pass. Maybe those are the only two that we can play everywhere thanks to Game Pass.
0: One more thing I want to hit on with uh, Fletch and Gamer, uh, because I know you guys played Extraction on GeForce Now. I think both of you played Extraction on GeForce Now.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um one is did you try that account account linking thing? And also have you experienced any performance problems with extraction on GFN or on a local PC if you've tried it?
5: Uh, personally myself I haven't come across any performance issues. Um uh, it's been pretty pretty solid through. Um I played around sort of four hours on each, so GFN, XCloud, and Stadia. So um but I haven't had any issues on anything really. Um slight bit of choppiness on X cloud, but not nothing at
2: all. All right,
0: cool gamer.
6: Yeah, it's been really solid for me. Um, Regarding the account linking um, at 9 p.m. PST, I actually linked from Luna, which was kind of weird. So I jumped right into (laughs) I jumped right into uh, GFN at 9 p.m. to check it out. I saw it pop up, clicked. Oh, no access. Enter the the code, etc. Back out of GFN. I opened Luna. Started the game, Ubisoft Connect added it to the library, and I said, whoa, wait a minute, this is interesting, okay, go through, close out, and it was available in GFN. So, that that's how I got it.
0: That's... <laughs> uh... It's really interesting, and that's the first time I've heard of that one. So there's an interesting thing with the Ubisoft account linking and having the games show up either on a service or in your Ubisoft launcher, you know, mm-hmm. like from Game Pass. That's I hope that trend continues in the future and this isn't like a one-off because um, I think it's, it's really cool to be able to do that. But mm, I also know they want as many people playing Extraction as possible, so I think more things go with this game than might with others, but we'll see um for me i did bring up that performance issue because i have run into some issues with extraction both on my local pc and in geforce now but it hasn't been it hasn't been like an unplayable thing but uh even on geforce now where all of a sudden i'm having like a ton of issues with frame loss and and how steady things are and it seems to be more in-game side because i'm experiencing it locally as well so If anybody else is having issues, especially while using DLSS with extraction, I'm pretty sure a patch or two in the near future will take care of that. Anytime there's a new game release on PC, I swear I'm always battling something, um, getting it to run smoothly. But uh, for me, I have run into a lot of little frame drop issues and trouble with it. So if you're suffering with that, uh, hang in there and hopefully we'll we'll get that fixed pretty soon. So, all right. Well, pretty good. We are going to move on to Xbox Cloud Gaming. And they've had... Oh, oh! Uh,
3: GTP, uh, we're missing the big news, and we've got some questions the... in the chat.
0: Oh wait, think what? The... I was watching. It. Hold
3: right? on. Right. Or, or, or we Are cover, covering that later? I think we're going to cover Fortnite
0: mobile beta. Right.
3: Oh, it's later. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I'll they... Go back to sleep.
0: If it's if it <laughs> don't go back to sleep. <laughs> if it's extraction, Fortnite, or Microsoft's purchase, we're going to be to that next.
3: Oh, okay, good. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah um, I it would help if I read no time enough so that so don't be worried. It's well we beer, didn't even have the, beer notes beer the past
0: few weeks, so you know, it's all good. The be- <laughs> all right, so with with uh Xbox Cloud Gaming, we've got um Death's Door, Hitman Trilogy, Nobody Saves the World, Paparazzi, Rainbow Six Extraction, Rainbow Six Siege for uh, PC, that was already on console and cloud, and Windjammers Two. Um, one really cool thing with this list is I think all of them are cloud console and PC, which I love this trend that, uh, uh, every month that goes by more and more games are all three until eventually it's just like all of them are going to be, uh, doing that, which I, I love to see. Um, so starting with you, Fletch, have you tried any of these games on Xbox cloud gaming? I I know you've at least played extraction and, uh, what has your experience been as well?
5: Yeah, so I'm quite a big XCloud fan, uh, or Xbox fan just in general. So I've jumped into, well, already had Death Store anyway. Um, so managed to jump back into that again. Um, really fun. Everyone should play that. Best indie game on Xbox at the moment, in my opinion. Um, Hitman, really good. Um, performance really well on XCloud as well. Um, Rainbow Six Extraction, obviously. Um, personally, performs better than the Stadia version, but... Won't go there. <laughs> and then um yeah, just uh, I played a bit of that paparazzi. But yeah, it's kind of a weird one. <laughs> I only jumped into it for yeah. around half an hour and just yeah, kinda of weirded out, so I stopped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Def- definitely not my type of game either, but it's it's there for those who may want it.
5: Yeah, definitely, yeah.
0: Um, uh, did you get to try out the touch controls for Death's Door? Because I was pretty impressed on my iPad with the uh, custom touch controls.
5: Personally, I haven't. Normally, with XCloud, I'll be either on console or on my PC, so I will just use the controller anyway. Um, but I haven't touched out touch controls of any of them yet. But I, I assume that Death Store would be quite good with that, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, it works pretty good. I'm I'm the same way. I'm usually either console or PC, and I happened to be out the other day, and Death Store was just <laughs> added, and I was like, let me click in here because I don't carry the controller, or the backbone with me, or whatever. And uh, I was like, wow, this is actually extremely playable out here on my phone and and on my iPad on cell data with the touch controls. So. That, that was pretty cool for Death's Door. Uh, Tito, what about you for Xbox Cloud Gaming this week?
4: Yeah, well, I, I didn't try any of the games, but uh, my opinion is that it was a very strong week. You know, uh, Death's Door is a game that I had on my wish list uh, on, on Steam because I wanted to play it on GeForce Now for different reasons. I didn't end up buying the game. So now, you know, I, I have a chance to try it. Uh, I know that everyone who played Death's Door loved it. So, you know, I'm keen to try it whenever I have time. Uh, the thing with me with X that's is that it doesn't work that well. So if I have time to play, I usually, uh, you know, uh, try to play on GeForce Now. But anyway, uh, in terms of the news, I think it's really good. Another game, One Jam- Windjammers 2, which is which is a game that didn't uh, opt in for GeForce Now, but I was hoping it would. So probably I will try this game as well. And nobody says the World as well. You know, another game that I was checking uh, daily on SteamDB hoping that they will obtain the game for before now they didn't. But yeah, now I can have it on, on Xcloud. So I think it's, you know, very strong week. I will say it's, you know, out of all the cloud gaming services, they have the strongest, you know, uh, the strongest output uh, compared to other services. So yes, yeah, great news for those, you know, that uh, have Game Pass, uh, Game Pass Ultimate, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a, it is a, a strong week, and you highlight something really important, which we all talk about here: is you, like subscribing to one service is like shooting yourself in the foot. You are going to miss out on something somewhere, and uh, most of these subscriptions offer enough value that they're worth the money. So, definitely having access to multiple services or platforms is a big deal because, like you said, all of a sudden, games you've been wanting to play that you didn't buy show up somewhere, so and you can play them. So, Gamer TV. I know you're also an Xbox Cloud gaming fan and the service usually works really well for you. So what do you think about oh, yeah. the games and, and uh, how's performance been for, I'm sure you played Extraction or, or any yeah. others.
6: Yeah, it's been um, it's been fantastic, actually. I mean, I have zero problems with um, xCloud. Um, Death's Door, that, that was a game that I tried with touch controls. Um, I think that's one of the biggest uh, call-outs I can make this week regarding Xbox uh, and, and Cloud. They're really killing it with, touch controls i mean they're 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 taking this cloud gaming thing pretty seriously um that's an entire process on its own to actually dig into the game and customize touch controls for it Um, and not to compare but sorry i I think i have to Um, touch controls on stadia by comparison they, they just stink um when you play the same game you're like okay i get it it's an easy one-to-one connection instead of hey the triggers are up here with my thumbs you know yeah you really have custom controls that work for hand position and and whatnot um and the game so yeah huge shout out to them it's they're great
0: yeah, even though I'm not big into, you know, mobile or, or touchscreen, it, it has been, like, when I do want to jump in quickly, it has been the best experience for me when it comes to touch controls. Um, and mm-hmm. my iPad, the same way. I love it. i uh, launch up the game, and then you can move your controls around on the iPad, you know, how yeah. how's going to work good for you. And then you click them in, and you're good to go. Um, yeah. yeah, they're putting a ton of work into it.
6: Yeah, super solid, super solid. I mean, the games were great this week. Um, as Tito said, strongest week by far.
0: Definitely, definitely, uh, Duncan, sir. I'm gonna use sir again. I gotta sound. I gotta keep the ace mantra yep. going. Xbox cloud oh, gaming dear. for you this week.
3: It was a weak week. <gasps> no, <bangers. laughs> no, no bangers. No bangers. Uh, no. Absolutely, uh, class week uh, for Xbox. See what I do when I when I, I try and step out from it, the games on for Xbox this week. I think there's a couple of good ones, but overall for me, it's not games I would be really playing. Uh, I dipped into Rainbow Six Extraction on X-Flight and I was very, very pleasantly surprised and that it ran extremely well for me it dead on. And, it's in a for me X pride just makes all these steps forward, you know, on a weekly basis, and it's way past the good enough stage. It is for me; it is perfectly and utterly playable. I know X pride has a bit more of a interesting uh, pa- or interestingness for people. Some people's completely utterly unplayable because they hate the Scottish, and <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm just trying to get a reaction, and um, but but. but XCloud's performance does seem to be a bit more inconsistent across different places, but for me, it is absolutely fine. The the games, Hitman, Hitman Three, or the Hitman, it wasn't even just Hitman Three, the Hitman trilogy going absolutely great. Get, I think it is worth touching on. Subscriptions are where things are going. You'll still be able to buy games. You look at the the price point here. You've got Hitman Three and Extraction. You buy them, it will go full price. That is, that is your year's Xbox Game Pass, and it, it may not 100%, but we're in the ballpark of, of that, and I think that's where people need to start looking, going, mm, is it going to be worth doing that or buying the games? For me, this is this is why subscriptions are going, to, and we're only in the beginning of the of the year, and we know what games are coming later this year for Game Pass, and what games are going into the cloud. We've got our Game Pass this counter, so I think it's been a smashing week for uh, Xbox uh, this week. Even though uh, not all the games are for me, but I'm going to echo what Fletch said here as well. Death Door, go play that, and I think Maker's going to be saying that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, a fantastic indie game, and and I was happy to see it come, especially Cloud Console PC, because those really easy to run indie games like that. I'd love to be on my console now and just click play. I don't have to download it or take up any space. They run easy. They're they're just the the latency is usually really good because they are so easy to run, or you're less finicky about it. Um, so those are the kind of games that I really like to stream on the console. Um, TV went, you know, sub first, and. Everybody was kind of against that and a little slow moving when it came to getting in. But now look at where we're at with that. We get some of the best content now because of all those different types of subscriptions to apps and stuff. Um, And the quality of TV shows and movies keeps going up because of that. So... The positive side of this could be the same thing for gaming that we're seeing, you know, across all these companies doing this similar thing with the subscription service and having that steady flow of money and giving people better content. So hopefully that's where we head with gaming with all these services.
3: Yeah, yeah, Jerry. Well just I'll just jump on the top of that as well. And just if you if you look over the last 10, 20, even, we can probably say thirty years, you can see gaming is always two, three, four years behind TVs and right and music we've seen uh tv and music go digital then it was then it was gaming then they went subscription and now we're starting to see subscription on the gaming there is just a bit of a lag there subscriptions are common and you'll still be able to buy your games just like your music just like your films and tv but the vast majority of your content is going to be through your subscriptions going
0: forward. Yeah, I guarantee you most people subscribe to Spotify or Apple Music or whatever the case way more than to go out and buy CDs now, which I used to go to the store every weekend and go through the case, you know all the cases and buy whatever CDs. Actually, back in my day, we were buying tapes and then CDs, but we, we won't
1: <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, Holtz, so what about you this week on Xbox Cloud Gaming? Well, the game that I was really happy to see, and I do think got mentions, it was Dunkin Romper Happy Trigger Havoc. You know, I've not played this game since the Vita days, so seeing it come to cloud in an anniversary just really made me feel happy because I've played the and Rampers on like GeForce now. It's so, this a series that I was really happy to see come to cloud as well. And this, this series is a light novel and it's about high school students that go to prestige school, and then this lovable, um, sadistic white and black bear comes and gets the students to kill each other in a unique way. So you have to solve the murder mystery. With the other students for them to escape the school and the character design the story and the narrative that is just amazing if you like disco elysium which is a western title on visual novels and made them that if you want to try something fun then definitely try Duncan Wampa if you've got game pass ultimate and because you'll be surprised and you'll be laughing your socks off all the mm-hmm. way and my niece she loves um you know pokemon snap so straight away when i seen paparazzi i thought to myself this is a game where she can spend maybe hours few you know, hours just taking pictures of dogs and building up so i was really happy to see that one not for myself but for like a younger audience who actually are dog lovers or just like that whole like instagram picture stuff so they're the only two games that i was happy to see
0: all right. Well, good. I figured that's that's the, the whole type of games right there. So I am not surprised. Uh, Maker, what about you uh, for do, Xbox? Do you know what,
1: you know what, I, I'd say to you, do you know what? Just get on there and see Monaco, the, the Bay And you'll laugh. You'll be like, do you know what? Just just a quick tip in and you'll laugh and you, you wonder why you, you're carrying on the game.
0: No, I love when you describe this stuff because I'll often go try all kinds of games that I, I normally wouldn't. So uh, really cool. Um, all right, Maker, what about you for this week on the Xbox?
2: I do think this was a, a good week for Xbox. Uh, of, of, of course, I've played Death Store and I've beat it. I, I actually played it on GFN. Uh, was, was when I because they got it day and date on there, and I think some really good day and date titles: Paparazzi, uh, Nobody Saves the World, and Rainbow Six Extraction were all really good to get on the subscription service day one. Really. <laughs> making that subscription service worth it uh so so yeah it's 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 really good uh nobody saves the world i was a fan of Guacamole, which oh that, yeah so that's from the same developers so I'm, I'm looking forward to trying that out and playing it at some point uh, but yeah
0: re- really good week yeah i think it was a, a really strong week for a really strong month actually they they probably had one of the Best months for January out of everybody right now. When it comes uh, to games, add to Game Pass, oh. and of course with the news that we'll be talking about of their purchase, which is about to make the value of Game Pass
2: even more than it already is. So, um, uh, yeah, I also wanted to mention real quick that uh, I do think Danganronpa is was a little bit overlooked. Uh, I have a friend that loves those visual novels. It it's it's kind of like a cult classic for a lot of people. And so that, that's a good get, as well as I forgot to mention Windjammer's 2 was also a date and date title on there.
0: Curious on Death's Door, because um, I'm just now getting into it. I didn't beat it and I didn't look it up. About how long did it take your first playthrough for Death's Door? For Death's Ranger? Door? Yeah.
2: Um, I can check real quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have no idea how long that game is, but it's like one of those ones I really want to go through, but uh, I have such limited time. So
2: it, I, think it, I think it only took me maybe eight. To ten hours, uh, I'll, I'll be able to. Tell That's you. what I had
0: for Dread, for Metroid Dread. I think I was like 9, 10 hours, something like that for, for the main yeah. part. wasn't
2: Wasn't too long. I just, I'm just
0: Um, I'll I'll say for Xbox Cloud Gaming for myself. While you're looking at that, it's for me. Like I said, probably strongest out of anybody for the whole month. Death Store, Hitman Trilogy, and Rainbow Six Extraction for me are my my big ones on there. Um, I played and beat Hitman Three when it came out. I think it was. Well, for me, it was the best Hitman of the series. And I know other people did like one and two better for me. I don't know. Hitman 3 was more approachable. I really like it. And it's playing good on xCloud. I don't know if anybody else here has tried Hitman. Nobody's really mentioned it a lot here while we were going through the um, games.
2: My brother there, was but... playing it a little bit uh, yesterday, actually. And uh, I want to play it. I've actually never played any of the games. So this that's also what made this week really great for me for oh yeah season. that's a great ad for
0: the hitman trilogy and look i i couldn't finish one and two like I, I i attempted them a little bit before um and i don't know if it's me that's changed or the game but hitman 3 drew me in and and i went through the whole thing and anybody uh, else here go all the way through hitman 3 or, or play the whole series it's i, I, I could read your lips <laughs>
5: <laughs> i think i've sort of played sort of a couple of hours of three um still yet to jump into it so yeah. sort of jumped into a bit with XCloud, and yeah it runs really well on there so i'll probably have to give it a bit more of a go it was one of the games that i had to uninstall for my series x so however <laughs> it was on cloud I'll, I'll definitely give it more of a go uh
2: i, I did want to say i looked it up 9.6 hours for that stuff. okay yeah
0: no, that's not bad at all. That's great for for a solid indie like that. So yeah, I'll keep at it then. I can make that if if a game's like less than ten hours, I'll kind of keep going because with work and and the channels and everything, it's like I only have so much time. When I'm looking at the fifty, the eighty, the two hundred hour games, um, I start to crumble just a little bit these days compared to, <laughs> compared to before. But uh.
3: uh- I'll answer the Hitman one. People may have that li- at what I've said. I think Hitman is a game which uh, it has its audience. It knows its audience and um, plays up to it as well. I think you either get really sucked into it or you think it's the biggest load of nonsense going, and I mean it's the biggest load of nonsense going. It just frustrates the life out for me, and it should be right up my alley uh, sneaking about and all that. Because when I play Assassin's Creed, I'm I'm, I'm a, I try and play it as an assassin, believe it or not, I'm not trying to jump in uh, and stuff like that. But Hitman, I just I just can't deal with it at all.
0: It, it's definitely a different kind of experience that it, it can be frustrating. And that's what turned me off of the first two, but somehow I I, I made it through the, the third one. Um, does anybody else have anything else they want to add for Xbox Cloud this week or or we in general for them? No, 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 we're good.
1: Yeah, oh. yeah I want to quickly, quickly say, jump on Dank and Ramper, tell the developers Holt sent you. So when Nipponichi come over and bring more games, you say Holt's helped that catalog because I would love to see the Deskia and that come over to Game Pass. Just all flooded. I thought they had, thought they yeah, had they did,
2: one of his guys at one point.
1: He had four and five, and then he took it took it off. But yeah. great time to actually get them back on, especially yeah. when Game Pass is expanding to the east. So, come okay. all jump on board, and we'll see, we'll see where it goes. So, that brings up an interesting point since we
0: have an extra minute for like all of cloud, really, but especially like Xbox Cloud Gaming. Because I know one of the big things we all always say is as soon as they add purchases. That's it, right? Because then now you could purchase your Xbox games and have them on cloud or console or PC. And so, what, like, for games like that that leave, right? Every subscription service, whether it's TV and games or whatever, games leave. Luckily, with Microsoft, the exclusives stay and third party could come and go as they please. Um, what do you guys think about that going forward? How important are purchases? To help offset that, that kind of turns off customers where they're like, "Oh, my game's going to be leaving," and they only play on cloud. So, how important do you think it is for Xbox to get those purchases rolling, maybe even this year, to close that loop?
1: Well, my first game was last year was Dragon Dragon Quest Eleven. I knew that was going to lose leave sometime, so I I never bought it on Xbox. I bought it on Stadia which if Xbox gave me the choice to play it on cloud and then oh, I had to purchase it and I got a cloud version free, I would have been all up for it. So they need to bring this feature ASAP because I've got loads of games, even Yacuzas. They came and some of them went. I know. So, I saw. So, And th- these games are huge. You know, if you want to spend 50s, hundreds of hours playing these this series. So to me, they are games that I'll be interested that they need to bring as a purchase in cloud straight away, ASAP.
2: Got you. Maker, what about you? Um, I I'll be honest, I don't think it's that important. I, I think gamers are fickle and they they will move to the next best thing. And I think I think uh, you'll you'll see that with if they keep rolling out these day and date titles, that's the main thing is providing new content to a lot of users. Uh, I think purchases can wait a year or two. I don't, I don't think it's like a high priority on their list in my opinion. All
0: right. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think the perspective will just kind of depend on how dependent you are on cloud, right? As to how badly you want that that feature to come. Uh, Fletch, what about you for adding purchases to XCloud to close that loop?
5: Um, I don't think it's something they need to put in imminently. I think that they need to eventually. Um, someone like me who has a massive back catalog of over five hundred titles on Xbox, I'd love to be able to bring those without having to remote play from my console. Um, but other than that, sort of. like like sort of maker said sort of gamers are very fickle and they will just move on to the next best thing so a lot of the time you will see a couple of people go oh it's leaving that's really annoying but then a lot of other people just be like oh extractions come i'm just gonna jump on that now so it's it's something they do need to implement but it's nothing that's holding it back at the moment
0: right right yeah that that makes sense uh tito what about you on it
4: uh, well, I, definitely, definitely it's not their priority um, for reason, several reasons. Probably, you know, they have production plans for the consoles that they still uh, want to sell. So, you know, uh, the cloud, obviously, they are they are proving that they're really committed to improve the cloud gaming services, but it's not their priority. However, I think a lot of people will love it. Um, as we know, uh, sport games, Maiden, uh, NBA, NBA. FIFA is an exception, which is on this game cloud gaming service that is slowly dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, there is a lot of people who only play NBA, only play FIFA, only play Maiden. You know, if there was one service where you could buy the game and play it, you know, it would bring a lot of people. Of course, someone will say, oh, you can't buy FIFA and play it on Stadia. But then you are playing against, the, against yourself because there is literally no one to play with. But imagine if you could buy FIFA or NBA or Maiden and play with any other Xbox player, Xbox and PC player, right? That would be massive. But again, it's not the, I mean, I'm sure it's not the priority. It will happen probably when the service improves further because I, I wouldn't be happy if I go and buy a game to play it on xCloud and it performs as, as it does now, which is not bad, but it is still behind uh, Stadia and GeForce now when, when it comes to uh, input and picture quality.
0: I think that's a good point and I think that's why we still have that beta tag from Xbox and I think that's why xCloud is still free with Ultimate, right? They just tossed that in there uh, when it came out for people to start trying it because the more people that try it, the more they can collect data and, mm-hmm. and improve it and so on and you're right. Um, it's still so inconsistent for so many people that if you were to take it out of beta or offer purchases and then your $60 game didn't work um, yeah, that, that could you could definitely run into some issues with that. So that's a fantastic point. Uh, Duncan, I know you got something to say about X Cloud purchases.
3: I, I'm, believe it or not, I'm at the opposite end of everybody else here. I think short term it's more important to get that on board to give a bit off of fallback because Xbox's long game is Game Pass, and obviously we're going to be touching on that shortly. And on the top of that as well, we're going to see all these fragmentation of cloud services going down the line. That's why we're seeing so much uh, consolidation. So for me, the purchases is more short-term thing and longer-term, it is about subscription, 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 and just adding, getting people into that. So again, that's where I differ uh, slightly from everybody, but I think we all are broadly in agreement that subscriptions uh, is where people are, or where Microsoft is wanting people to go with xCloud.
0: Yeah, definitely subscriptions and cloud for sure. My screen just went a little nutty here. Can you guys still hear me okay? Sound like a robot. That's
3: right. yeah, robot Jerry again.
0: Is it? no you're better now. You don't don't do it to me. Don't do it. <laughs>
2: you're good. Yeah, yeah though, you're right. better now. It's not um, robots. Streamy well, like, just telling
0: us we're a little unstable when everything went off and came back. But all right, gamer any thoughts on purchases for X Cloud? I know your experience is kind of like up there. And I know over on the West coast, you're probably closest to the best servers for Microsoft. Yeah. So you do tend to get the best experience uh, yeah, of anybody great. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> what do funny. you think about purchases for X Cloud? What do you, would you like that? You know, uh,
6: that that's a tough one. Uh, I'm not, uh, I guess I don't truly have a solid opinion on it. Uh, I think they can uh, do with it or do without it. It, uh, Yeah, uh, for them, why? You know, I I can't see a huge reason why to go that route, Um, especially when you have the hardware out there. And everyone believes hardware will will be obsolete at some point, but I'm not one of those people. I think they'll continue making hardware, whatever that might be or however that might look. I think um, Game Pass has you know proven its value the way it is it's like what 23 million subs or so like what is it some ridiculous so it's over 25 n- yeah. yeah, holy 20, yeah you know like why change it <laughs> just just make the service better and keep doing what you do <laughs> so right. that there, there's no need to pivot this just keep doing what you do make it better
0: yeah. I'm also in the camp that local hardware probably doesn't ever go away. We may not be able to envision exactly what it is yet, but I don't, I don't think it ever really truly goes away. Um, and I'm also in the camp of, I don't, I don't think they need to rush into the purchases for X Cloud, but it is something that just, I would love to see just because I know a lot of people want to see it there. Um, but I wouldn't want to see it come in and, and then do bad to the service or give it a bad name because it didn't uh, work yeah. out properly. And for for me, cloud is still um, an add-on, right? I, I still have my PCs and my PS5, and I, I play locally most of the time, but cloud is there for me when, you know, wife wants TV or wife wants this computer or we're going to, a, to do something and I have a little time or I'm waiting in an office. Cloud fills all these spaces where all of a sudden... You, you fast forward a year and I have fit in just dozens and dozens more hours of gaming that I wouldn't have been able to if I was still just tied to my boxes at home, even though that's the experience I prefer most of the time. So um, I, I don't think that's really Xbox's priority yet either, but it, it will come eventually um, as cloud gets better. Can you imagine well, the
6: work? I mean, there's so much work that, that goes into this. They, it isn't like they're a stadia where they're starting this year, right? And everything's right. going to be for sale in the cloud and for purchase. They have a back catalog. They like, where do you stop this thing? Yeah. Is it okay? All games from 2022 and on will be in the cloud and, and for purchase. There's no right. way in hell. I'd go back and hold the titles to
1: the cloud. Well, as a a trial feature, I mean, maybe they could actually give me where I've already bought the game and then it came to cloud and then it's going to get removed. Maybe you can keep whoever's got Game Pass and the game access to the cloud feature. So for example, I bought Scarlet Nexus. Two months later, it came to cloud. It's going to get removed soon. So maybe you can actually switch it off to everyone else because I've already purchased and got Game Pass. Maybe I can keep the cloud feature as a beta feature.
0: It, yeah. it could be. And their backwards compatibility has ended, too. And I think for similar reasons, they said not only did they bring most of the games that were asked for, but they've done about as many games as they can do that they're allowed to do, like the, with rights and like what gamers talking about. There's only so much you can do. They even had to take their own exclusive off of Game Pass uh, uh, Motorsports 7. I think it was more because of the music and stuff. Let me tell you, that mistake will not happen again because their vision now will, will account for all those things moving forward. Um, but yeah, there's, there'll be a ton of work to do. I still think we wake up one morning, though, and like I think it was Fletch that said he had like 500 games in the Xbox catalog, which has got me beat. I got like 348 or something like that. Um, he'll wake up one morning, and like 200 and some of those will all of a sudden be available in cloud because some deals were made, you know, because some things are, are moving along. Um, I think it'll be kind of a surprise thing. Thing where like we woke up and the series x blades were working all of a sudden and we didn't even know when those were coming so uh,
2: i i also wonder about the uh data storage because like theoretically they would probably have to store the data for all these games in each data center uh, to make it efficient so uh it, to me it's it's like do you fulfill the entire back like all the games, or are you going to focus just on the games that are coming to Game Pass and leaving? So okay. yeah, that
0: makes sense, right? Because with Game Pass, you know exactly how many games, what storage, what's going to happen as soon as you add purchases, it's going to be a lot harder to gauge and have the capacity needed to run all of these different instances and store all of those games for everybody. Especially with Xbox's player base is just—it's huge. So if all of a sudden you have millions of people buying games in the cloud and trying to play, yeah, the logistics there are—they're <laughs> pretty insane. I'm sure they're looking at it
2: and trying to weigh the options.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I—I I, I think all the moves that they make are pretty methodical and thought out. Um, Xbox doesn't want another stumble like they had in 2013, so they seem to be doing really, really well with their decision making since then. Speaking of which, if nobody has anything else for Xbox Cloud Gaming, we're going to get into the three topics. Ace was supposed to be back by now, by the way, just so everybody knows. This is the second half of the show, and the king has not returned yet. So I'm going to keep the keys for a little bit longer. Where's he pointing? What, Duncan? Where's he pointing?
1: It's like a game What's of We have to guess.
3: Yes. What's that? Yes, we, we've got have another platform. I haven't, where, where?
0: We have another platform. It's on the notes. Where are your notes?
3: Oh, we're not. Oh, okay. I what haven't the notes. Well, haven't talked about it. It uh, says Stadia. there's
0: no Stadia news this week. Okay. So, uh, and uh, look, honestly, it's just it's been quiet on the Stadia front. I think is why, and we're waiting for the TW is right
3: yeah i am just, just i just i was just going to give a, a bit of a heads up this is just me just saying i'm not making any comment on it uh rainbow six came absolutely great uh, there is something to note uh with stadia if you needed to go for a hit and miss or something you go to the target, you want to make a cup of tea or go down for a cup of coffee you had 15 minutes uh idle time it's now cut to 10 minutes. I, I don't think there should be anything too much read into that. I've I see a big comment which got me thinking, I think it's probably right. Um, it might be they've ran the numbers. Um, if people are idle at 10 minutes, they probably will be at idle at 15 minutes. So I think they just cut down that. So I think it is worth uh, mentioning that. So there we go, we'll move on.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that could mean nothing. I mean it can mean we 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 don't we don't really know if if they're trying to do anything with capacity or like you said if they've run numbers and statistically people that are gone 10 minutes or like 90 some percent don't come back at that 15 minute point so they're like you know what we'll just we'll just cut it down. Now I moving into what our next topic is going to be is talking mostly about Rainbow 6 Extraction and moving into that though since we didn't have much Stadia news to go over has anybody here played Rainbow 6 Extraction on Stadia and what was your experience like? I know Holtz didn't because he didn't play Extraction at all yet. Um, yeah, Maker, uh, did Did you?
2: No?
1: I, I pre-ordered I, I pre-order it, and I got my points, and I was going to get a Platinum for um, the Google Play. And then when I heard the news that it was on Game Pass, I just thought, well, I better save money this year. So I cancelled it and played it on, well, I'm going to play it on Game Pass. But it was something that I was invested in going to do before it came free. So you well, don't have I mean, Ubisoft Plus or, or Connect or whatever the side, right? I, I did try for two months, but I was always that type of person where I thought Ubisoft games go on sale too fast. And then when I worked out the yearly numbers, for what games are coming this year, I thought it's better to ever just wait and see these games go on sale. I didn't really see a value in Ubisoft Plus, but I did That's have okay. it for two months. All
0: right. Did anybody play Ring? Yeah, I played it.
6: Um,
1: All right.
0: I
6: played it on Stadia for a few hours. Um, okay. 4K mode resolution mode is unplayable for me um 30 frames per second then and, and it dips b- below that yes, quite frequently yes. so um you know when you when you take it off of resolution mode and you go into frame rate mode it's much better um but then it, it becomes a very dry experience per se and you, you're you kind of just enjoying the mechanics of the game you aren't really enjoying enjoying the full immersion of the game and that, that that's become very important to me as i work closer with uh, today's developers and studios, um, they're all about the experience, the full experience, the immersion of the game. Um, it's, it, it's almost like they, they really want to pull you in as a player. And when you have to start stripping away at that, the further and further and further away you get from the intended experience. So I'm all on board with, w- with what gives me the intended experience today. Um, and if you experience the intended experience somewhere else, you're going to say, holy shit, there's no way I can play this.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I agree because that's the same with all forms of entertainment, movies, games. Uh, there There's a certain aspect, a certain level of pulling you into the experience um, that when you start to strip away at those things, it kind yeah. of ruins that form of entertainment um, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for uh, those who I'm
6: don't gonna... don't understand like what, exactly what I mean, like just imagine everything on ultra settings, right? All the particles, all of the effects and you you turn a corner and there's like a mist all over the place and you can barely see into the next room versus turning the corner and everything is like super clear and crystal clean, right? Yeah, it's it's there there are differences.
0: Yeah, and I've often had people come come to me and say, well, those lower settings look so much better. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. because you can see the whole room. So I get that you're scared when you go into that dark room and the lower settings just kind of makes everything look the same. But when you crank those up, you get that. You can almost smell that mist, right? You can almost yeah. feel that when you walk into the room, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a big difference for
2: sure. That's a good point. It's kinda of like when you go to Cyberpunk and you and you see those neon lights and the glow, the steam coming off the off the streets. Playing on super high settings is a different experience than playing on medium to low. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. That's another game that's a great example of that I love playing that game just completely maxed out. Even if I gotta take the frame rate hit a little bit, it's it looks so gorgeous. Level detail is important. Absolutely. Uh, Flesh, were you going to say something about Stadia and Extraction?
5: Yeah, yeah. so um, I've played it for a bit on there, and okay. xCloud as well, um, and obviously GeForce now. Um, Winter Stadia version is very weird. Um, it is definitely running at sort of medium settings, especially compared to something like xCloud. Is actually running it in, with a lot more texture detail and particle effects than on Stadia. Um, and sort of I did that comparison between the 1080p streams, and xCloud definitely trumps it in that department. Um, and with XCloud becoming better in terms of technology and latency, uh, it's becoming very hard to recommend buying a game on Stadia um, compared to just playing on Game Pass. Um, especially if you've got Ubisoft Connect as well, like I do. Um, sort of, even though I have that subscription, I'm looking more and more at sort of ending that. Especially if Ubisoft are looking into putting more games onto Game Pass.
0: Definitely, um, and they're bringing they're bringing ubisoft plus to xbox but not game pass necessarily so we'll see how that Mm -hmm. winds up working down the road because i would like to see them also have something that does similar to ea where they would bring uh even if not all the same games or day one games a selection of their their games more to game pass than they already have
5: yeah i reckon that with um ubisoft plus coming to xbox i reckon that extraction sort their trial period see how it performs on game pass um and then Either they'll lump it on and put the Game Pass price up, or they'll add it on as an optional, like five dollars, ten dollars on top of Game Pass. That's less than the sole Ubisoft Plus price, but slightly less to sort of package it in. Um, and I think that's sort of, I think we'll see more of that sort of going through, sort of halfway through the year, we'll see a lot more in terms of Ubisoft.
0: Yeah, I think I think so too. Ubisoft's going everywhere, so I, <laughs> it won't be a surprise. Did anybody else get to try Extraction on Stadia? Nobody.
3: All right. I'll just jump in here. I think it's with Extraction being on Game Pass, I think that is the first, one of the first big games uh, which has given you the proper option. Uh, I know we had Outriders last year and things like that, but this is a big, massive. game since the Series X has been upgraded, and plus when you add into the 3080, or you'll be able to play it on GFN on the 3080 because of the, the wee oopsie or accidentally in purpose sort of thing. This is just showing the power of the subscriptions, and I didn't even it didn't even cross my mind about it in Stadia. That uh, was even before because of it going to, on the Game Pass, and I think that is the position where stadia is and what they're going to be competing against and we've seen in the game with not not only just extraction uh maker was doing a bit of trolling earlier uh with windjammers windjammers is going to stadia i'm happy enough that it's, it's it, it is coming to stadia it has been delayed that's okay that's been announced but that's what you're going up against It's all these games are going to these different services where it, it, it's just competition and competition is oh, yeah, for a
0: second consumer. Oh, yeah. Competition is definitely heating up. And with the things we've been seeing with purchases lately and stuff like that, it's only going to get more competitive for content, content, content. That's, that's what everything's going to be about, um, especially starting this year. We're going to see some crazy stuff happen um to finish out for rainbow six extraction for those of you who played it in more than one spot which i don't know who all here played it in more than one platform i'll do with the hand i can't see gamer's hand but i know he did one two, three. okay um so starting with fletch where did you prefer playing the game at
5: personally for me um gfn played it the best obviously i all the cloud platforms um very close though was xcloud um i couldn't fault it so sort of if you've got a hardwired connection for xCloud and can play it on PC or an Xbox, I would definitely recommend it. Um, I know but like a lot of people on mobile, I have a bit of issues with xCloud still. Um, but in terms of hardwiring and connections, flawless. And then sort of at the bottom, unfortunately, is Stadia. Um, just in terms of texture detail, um, the stream, obviously, Stadia's technology, you can't fault that. It works um, and it works well. But in terms of texture quality and what you want to be immersed in the game it's definitely the weaker of the lot unfortunately
0: yeah yeah definitely uh gamer what about you i know you played in multiple places and i think i know what you're gonna say but where where did
6: you prefer extraction (laughs) uh gfn all day every day (laughs) man it's uh no no question 120 1440 uh, ultra everything you cannot beat that at all so I, I tried it everywhere, believe me. But um, it would have to be, uh, I had a line exactly with Fletch, right? It's GFN xCloud Stadia. Well, I'm sorry. No, let me take that back. It's GFN Luna xCloud Stadia.
0: Got you, got you. Who else raised their, somebody else raised their hand to play the extraction. Duncan? Are you da- Does the dance yes. mean yes? <laughs> yes, the,
3: da- the dance means yes. I want to hear more from Tito and Fetch because uh, I know I'm, talk- I'm talking far too much, but you know what I'm like. Just everybody wants me to shut up so I annoy everybody. Uh, I had an ex-cloud and on GFN. I've said this before and I will say this until. Things uh, change. GFN is just hands down the best cloud service now if you're on the 3080 tier. It is absolutely miles clear. And that if I have to buy a game, remember, we're going to be touching on the clever language later Uh, and just getting people used to clever language. Uh, If I have to buy a game, clever clever language, clever language, that's why
1: don't come quiet.
3: Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> because we're going to be coming on to Phil Spencer's tweet, and there's very, very clever language in that. Uh, if I have to buy a game, it is GFM. That's where I want to buy it. If it is uh, available on xCloud, I will play on xCloud because of the subscription. Uh, X-Cloud is completely and utterly playable. It is spot on for me. I do not mind playing on X-Cloud, but GFN is hands down absolutely the best.
0: Yeah, I would I would agree. The 1440, 3080 for extraction, um, when I didn't have my few little hiccups here and there, was by far, especially latency and, and everything, the best experience for, uh, for extraction. Then I would say... Uh, xcloud for me for visuals right uh, the, the series x version looks way better than the stadia version but um i was just getting slightly better latency with stadia uh than i was with xcloud in this particular game not not enough to where either one you know like all oh, xcloud wasn't playable they're both very playable especially in that game pvp i don't care i don't play almost any cloud when it comes to pvp but for that experience of pve they were both good but i think stadia was a little better on latency xcloud a lot better on visuals and then uh Luna did fine for me, but for some reason I'm having some hiccups here lately the past few days with Luna with some skip around skipping around and stuff. So um, I got to go back into that and try it again because normally for me, Luna is right up there um, working extremely well. So might have been just getting hit a little hard or something. So we'll check that out. All right, so we're done with extraction, unless anybody else has anything to add. And we're going to get to what I think is the juicy part that I've been waiting, what, an hour and 18 minutes to get to. Um, Because, like Fletch, I'm a big Xbox fan. I have been for 20 years since the OG Xbox, and I didn't like a lot of what they did in the uh, Xbox One lifetime there. But we've corrected from that, and we're doing much better. So Microsoft purchases Activision Blizzard. A uh, lot that we, that we can discuss here. I think I'll start with um, you, Holtz. You've been chilling out there because you didn't have much to talk about with Extraction, but I hope you do give it a shot soon. So just initially off the bat, what are your uh,
1: thoughts with this enormous sixty-eight billion purchase of Microsoft? Oh, I love it. I, w- I was doing baffles here in the news because over the years, a lot of people were like like, Xbox doesn't have no studios, blah, blah, blah. And now here they come out with their big wad of cash going, really? We'll buy it anything that wants to work with us and to me it was a big huge win for them and i hope they actually to me i'm not really bothered about call of duty or apex legends i hope them games go across many platforms but i would love to see like crash band spyro prototype guitar hero i would love all them games to be at x xbox exclusive so i really hope that they actually reel these games in Especially on clouds as soon as possible. And because I see Game Pass as a great value, not just for me, but for everyone. So I hope that we can all see these games like the Bethes- Fest from Bethesda or Activision Blizzard, and we and we all decide to go with Game Pass because I think they're so consumer friendly the way they've been t- doing this approach. So I think it's a big, huge win.
0: Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Um, Tito, what do you think about this acquisition by uh,
4: Microsoft? Do you see it as a good thing? You like it? Uh, Well, if I'm... uh, No, I I don't like it. (laughs) Simple as that. Mind you, I have an Xbox Series X, but the thing with Game Pass is that this keeps getting better and better and better and better, and I don't like it. (laughs) Because at (laughs) some point, it's going to get more expensive, 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 expensive. So (laughs) that's the main reason why I I don't like it. I mean, I don't know what to say. You know, they keep buying big studios, you know, they granted themselves big titles that everyone wants to play. We don't know what's going to happen. I guess some games, they will keep them for open for other platforms. Others, they will keep them as exclusive. Or maybe they will make some type of a temporary exclusive thing. But, I mean, I don't know what they're doing too much. You know, as, as a Series X owner, I'm happy with uh, Xbox losing the console's war. No, because then Microsoft has to do more and more and more, you <laughs> know, and you know, and uh, cheaper. But they are doing too much. <laughs> they are doing too much. They should relax a little bit. <laughs> they don't need the to win the consoles work so early. <laughs>
0: Let me put a little food for thought because I agree with you about the price hikes eventually, right? Because as we get more I mean, value in the service. But let me just throw this out there because Dr. Spaceman Media, right? He's not here today. He, he comes on the podcast on He made a pretty interesting point. He said, what if Microsoft's plan is to get so many subscribers that instead of having to raise the price, they're able to lower it and increase the value to gamers? Now, that sounds insane, but it's possible when you talk about subscriber counts – I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that was put out there yeah. for some food for thought.
1: Well, I, I feel know. Game Pass is a better price than the likes of Gamefly, or even if you buy a $70 game and actually trade it in, I feel like Game Pass gives you more value than even trade ins. So I yeah. feel it's a win. It
4: definitely. You know, but the thing with Game Pass is um, there is a lot of people who's buying Game Pass subscriptions for one year for 20 euros or 30 euros. You know, they just, I think I can't say it because, you know, it, you can find it on the internet. The guy buy a Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions from Brazil or Turkey one year, 20 euros, 30 euros. Microsoft knows, it, knows it. people is doing it. Uh, Microsoft obviously is happy about people doing it because they want to you know, increase the number of subscribers. But at some point, they have to generate profit. Again, uh, what the Dr. Spaceman said is, is right, you know? Uh, but I mean, I, I don't have the numbers to, to know ah. if, if they will be able to lower the price because they have so many subscribers or they will have to increase the price because they have been spending in a crazy way. Um, but, oh sorry. Yeah,
3: uh-oh, yeah. Uh-oh, 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 we have to be on our best behavior now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. breathe now.
2: I can <laughs> I a, breathe. I, 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 oh man! I, I did want to mention one thing. Now that we're covering this, uh, there are also other ways to make that revenue through the games on Game Pass, like take see if these or Halo Infinite with microtransactions. You know, they're going to be able to make. By giving a larger access to these games to more people, that means more people are buying microtransactions, and they'll be making more money through that. Like that's why why games like Fortnite and like even mobile games—they're free to access, but so many people are playing them, and so many people are using them that they just consistently give money to that developer.
4: You're absolutely right. But then there is another question, which is: okay, we know those games or studios that they are buying—they bring super popular games. But we don't know how, you know, the next games, the next, uh, I don't know, uh, the next Call of Duty is going to do, right? So as a fan of paying as less as possible for my games, (laughs) I'm not happy because Game Pass is getting so good. I think Uh,
1: at
2: some point they're going to increase the price and I don't like it. I mean, it's fair. It's a fair guess, you know, but we never know.
1: I, I hope it gets that big. It forces PlayStation's hand to bring us day and date exclusives. That's how selfish I am because I want PlayStation to up the ball because Microsoft's run away with it.
7: Good conversation pieces, man. Go ahead,
3: Duncan. No, I was gonna
0: say. Well, if no one speak a time for these for Ace to speak. we wait. We're, I'm done. It's <laughs> up to Ace now, baby. Good,
7: good, good show, man. <laughs> it was uh, trying to catch some of it, but where where are we at in the show notes? I don't we're know in that.
0: the Microsoft purchase of Activision, and we just got started with that with Tito and Maker there.
7: Okay, cool. cool. Anyone else? else? Hop on. Thank you so much, GTP, for covering, man. Good stuff. Yep. Really appreciate Anytime. it. Great, great. Yeah, I,
6: I think um, yeah, GTP, you killed it, man. But um, I, I think it's a great thing. And honestly, I don't. I, I wouldn't care if they made everything exclusive. Um, yeah, it's anti-consumer. I know, but everything is anti-consumer. Every single thing. The the chair that we're sitting in. It's all anti-consumer. You know why? Because it costs twenty dollars to make it, and you probably paid one fifty. So. If we talk about anti-consumer, everything is anti-consumer. Um, exclusive content is very important. We see it in TV. So why isn't it fair for games? Well, because gamers are a little more vocal, a little more comp- um, passionate, a little more committed to their platform, right? We aren't necessarily too committed to television and TV platforms. Um, you know, we aren't, I mean, you, you do have diehard Sony guys, diehard Samsung guys, right? But everything, you know, platform wise it's kind of open and works on it on anything but with game consoles i know it's all locked and uh, that's why we're a, little, we're a little more passionate but I, I wouldn't care if everything was exclusive
7: so question uh real quick do we talk about like how does this is affect the competition
0: not yet we're just Careful. not yet yep. cool cool
7: all right let, let's get into that man because again this this like I stated, it's a boss move, right? And we know that Microsoft has said, you know, they're they're looking at Amazon and Google as their competitors, right? So this right here, you know, we had the Bethesda deal, which kind of took some wind out of Google Stadia, I was stated, um, you know, when that report came out. So for this right now, um, this acquisition, what, what, does it mean for Google Stadia, for one? What does it mean for Amazon Luna? What does it mean for Sony? We know they're cooking up Spartacus, right? How how do the competitors react to this, right? And just want to know for for you guys on the panel, do you, do you see this as something that just puts them above the competition or do you think there's a way for Google, Amazon, or PlayStation Now to counter this and to, and to bounce back from it? Anyone can happen here.
4: Well, uh, my opinion is that, of course, they, they try to, they can't try to bounce back. Okay. But I don't think they should jump onto, you know, onto this game. or oh, you buying some studios? I'm going to buy as well. No, they cal- Obviously, all of them are making calculated decisions. Right. And I don't think just because Microsoft is impressing the whole world, it'd be a bit dangerous, you know, considering that not all, not every division or gaming or cloud gaming division or whatever you want to call it. Right. They don't have the same budget, you know? We don't know actually which budget each company has. Mm-hmm. So some of them probably cannot, cannot afford it. Yeah, Amazon, oh, is Amazon behind Luna? Yeah, but maybe their budget is quite small. Like, it probably happens with the Stadia, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what's going on, but it seems obvious that their budget now is even lower than what it was in 2020. Right. So uh, all I know is that Game Pass is... Amazing, man, it's it's getting better and and let's see what the rest of them do. But but I would not if I was PlayStation, for instance, or if I was handling PlayStation, if I was the CEO, (laughs) I would not go be so quick to say, okay, i got to buy electronic cars. I got to buy Ubisoft or, or whatever is next. Right. Because, you know, I mean, let's say let's 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 put it in this way. Uh, PlayStation has a powerful uh, big brother, right? Which is Sony. Uh, but Microsoft or Xbox has a much stronger brother, which is, you know, uh, Microsoft. So I don't think everyone has the same ability to go all their way to buy these super big studios because not all of them have the same budget for sure.
7: Yeah, but that that's a great point. But we know uh, the other two, right? Amazon and Google has the pockets. Um. Uh, so Google,
4: the, we don't know what are the Google pockets. Google pockets is full of holes.
7: Yeah. So, <laughs> so the you, the money? <laughs> for, from a financial perspective, we know they're a trillion dollar yeah, yeah. company, right? If gaming yeah. means a lot to them, we know that they'll invest. But the thing is, they're not invested, which tells us a lot, right? Yeah. Um. But if they wanted to, they can. And so this, yeah. I yeah. This is, like. This shows that everyone is up for sale, right? EA can be next, Capcom can be next, right? Do we see this as a thing where like Luna's going, Amazon's gonna go looking for the next uh, the next Activision, right Do, do you see these third party dev remaining independent, or do you see you know them being grabbed up? because of this, right? Does this shake the competitive space? I
2: uh, I would I would say it it's already been shaken. It's it's been that way for the past like 2 years. Uh 10cent consistently buying studios yeah. in the east. Yeah. You've got uh Sony bought five got five of those studios last year. So it's it's here, you know, it, it's officially now uh, like Duncan had said prior. It it's similar to how the uh, video streaming kind of service has been you, you start to see the consolidation you know disney bought marvel they bought <laughs> lucas arts you know right it, it, it's this is this is what we've come to is you're going to see consolidation you see sony buy more studios uh you'll probably i mean nintendo bought a studio i think last year as well i know they bought the luigi's mansion developer uh uh was it was it 2020 i believe or 2021 uh but but i in my opinion i don't think this purchase actually affects one competitor and that's nintendo nintendo doesn't really get any activision or blizzard titles on their platform at all yeah so but like uh, moving moving forward
7: um if if the game is acquisition like uh duncan says content is king right and if subscription model is the the way going forward like we're seeing um with this move right eventually i'm assuming that most companies are going to be bought up so if i know nintendo doesn't get a lot of activision game but think about like if ea is you know acquired by who knows amazon let's just guess that right that's another company that's not going to have the game done so do we see that this is like a thing to be concerned about moving forward right where all these good third-party devs are being acquired to where it's all about that exclusive game moving forward is this a concern or is this a good thing for gaming as a whole
4: you know, what I'm sure is that this won't be the last super big acquisition. I don't know who's going to be next, maybe PlayStation. Yeah. But for sure, it won't be the last. Uh, that's for sure. Right.
5: I think we okay. see with um. Oh, sorry, can you go first?
3: No, you, 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 you go because I talk too much. You go. Yep. <laughs>
5: I think what we see with um sort of Xbox doing this large acquisition is it will definitely be pushing the likes of Amazon and Google to rethink their strategies in terms right. of how they're going to attack the space. Um, I know they haven't done much at the moment but it will be if they haven't got alarm bells ringing yeah. they should be already And right. um, like phil spencer says with in terms of sort of sony and nintendo he knows they don't have the budget for large acquisitions like it and they know that they wouldn't sort of take away large third parties um and that has been stated multiple times so i'm assuming that's sort of the reason why he's worried more about google and amazon is because they're not afraid to go out and buy an EA. They have the money there. They got yeah. more of a market capital. They will do it if they need to. So I think that's more the worry and it will become that content war. And if we don't see it soon, it will be down in the future, especially when cloud becomes more explosive within the industry, um, especially with all these sort of plans we're seeing with TV and um, sort of partnerships being made. I wouldn't be surprised soon if we do see acquisitions coming from someone like Amazon.
7: Yeah. Fair enough. Thanks, Flesh. Anyone else with, with this topic?
3: Yeah. Yes. I will do what you're fishing for and I will say it and I will get the blame as per usual. This affects absolutely everyone. If this is affecting PlayStation and PlayStation fans are up in arms about it, right. bye. By f-word it is affecting uh luna and stadia uh, as well it is affecting absolutely this is an absolute massive sort of purchase out there it is only yeah. the start I, for me everybody's talking ea 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 i'm i'm of the opinion that if ea is going to go it's going to go with a take two or another or Go with Ubisoft. I don't see EA being bought by a, uh, we'll go for a publisher or what what was it, a platform holder like an Amazon or Google, Xbox or PlayStation, just because they are so reliant on FIFA, which is a multi-platform game, which has licenses involved. That's the difference between that and the Call of Duty. There will be things there where they have to go on to all the different platforms. So uh, that, I'm just moving to EA. Uh, I put there, exclusives are going to matter And will this be a good deal or a bad deal? It is going to be really hard to see. It all depends what Microsoft do with the studios and the IP that they're going to have. This could reinvigorate Call of Duty to make it absolutely brilliant again, because I remember Call of Duty back in the day. I went and bought it every single year, and I've dropped off that because I don't think it's as good anymore. Other people are. It's... This this deal is absolutely massive and has so much potential out there for Microsoft because w- with Activision, they have the gas games there, which they can bring back. Just just like there's so much IP. They could bring back Skylanders. They could bring back Guitar Hero. Plus, yeah. they'll have the single-player games with Crash yeah. and Sparrow. This is, this is just absolutely nuts, and this is going to send Shockwave's across the whole industry and it's going to get the super acquisitions going again
7: right so let's let's talk about the cloud and let's be specific right google stadia what do you see them doing after this announcement like just be real right do you (laughs) see them do you see them going we're going to talk about like amazon as well right do you see them making purchases and do you think this is kind of the the nail in the coffin, right? We we knew the damage that Bethesda deal did for them. How how do they bounce back from this? What could or what should they do to try and bounce back from this?
5: I reckon Stadia will do the same as they have always done, sort of take the slow road, not do much. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, in terms of Luna, um, I think they'll do more. Uh, so I think we'll see that starting to ramp up this year um we've already seen the marketing sort of at the game awards they're trying to push it more and i wouldn't be surprised if we see expansion or more larger titles going into the service as well um definitely one to keep an eye on and um, sort of this year personally um, but yeah with stadia um unless they do something bigger <laughs> which i'm very sort of doubtful for at the moment um i think it's going to be a sort of another 2021 of just, just a lull, really, until they sort of decide what they want to do with the service, um, if that is doing something. Uh, I know Duncan mentioned it earlier about the Ubisoft partnership, and that was with GameStream, um, the French company, and sort of that third-party aspect white-labeling solution. And if they're partnering with GameStream for that white label, why aren't they partnering with Stadia for white label? So it. It's going to be an interesting year to see what they do, but um, sort of looking around at different areas like Xbox, Luna, they, they're they're all progressing a lot quicker than what Stadia needs to do. And if alarm bells aren't ringing now, I don't know if they will continue <laughs> at a fast pace anymore. Unfortunately,
7: yeah, yeah,
2: I I agree with that sentiment. I think I think Google they have a big decision on their hands this financial year. I think. When they come up to the table and talk to the big guys at Alphabet, they have to decide, are they going to invest in this platform and make it a competitive platform against Sony, against Xbox, against all these other big companies, Amazon, you know. And uh, we'll, we'll see what they do in the long run. If they, if they do want to double down, like take Xbox, the Xbox One era. It took like... Game Pass. Before they said, "We're going to double down on this. We're going to yeah. work on this," right. and it and it changed their perception. Right. It changed the look of it. And stating needs, they need to do something similar. You know, invest heavily into the platform with with titles, with with exclusives, with with content for their users right. uh, for for it to really succeed. Uh, Amazon, I, I already see them making statements about how gaming is is critical for them, and that they're sticking with developing games. So I could easily see them purchase one of these okay. studios. Maybe maybe yeah. not EA, but I could definitely see them buying maybe a Capcom or a a Sega. You know, Sega right. would be probably pretty prime for someone to grab. Right. Uh, but, but so
7: you see that. W- <clears throat> so you see it that way, right? Where they'll still try to produce first party studio games, but then in order to compete, acquire others, right? Be- Microsoft tried to do first party for quite some time. Sony kicked the the behinds, right? That's where you see them, you know, be aggressive with, you know, acquiring studios. For Amazon to be competitive, right? We talk about content's key here. Again, if they're trying to make Luna like Prime, which again, exclusive is important to them Prime. Do you see them picking other people up too? Or do you see them just really trying to push the first party studio stuff only?
2: Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I think. Like Someone else help me out. <laughs> GTP, let's get to you, man.
0: Uh... So, so the the purchase is obviously massive. I'm much less worried about PlayStation and Nintendo, though, than I would be the likes of Google Stadia or Amazon Luna, because I. Uh, PlayStation and Nintendo will do fine. They've got their own spaces. is going to make some big moves. Lots going to happen with them. They have some of the strongest IP in gaming still, and they'll be making acquisitions. Nintendo left the race a long time ago in the 90s. Uh, they, they've not worried about competing with anybody but themselves for a long time, and they have some of the strongest IP yeah. in gaming. So they're, they're all going to be fine and adapt to the competition as they right. need to. Amazon and Google, though, are a totally different thing. These are new cloud services, startup. The, the the difference between Google Stadia and Luna is Google Stadia is, is out. It's been a launch product for a couple of years. There's already certain perceptions of the product. And we've seen it appear that Google has invested less when they need to invest more. So closing first party and also not announcing any major third-party purchases, I think, really hurt them with the gaming community. Right. Luna, on the other hand has committed a minimum of $500 million a year to their first-party studios and their Amazon games that are going to be coming out. On top of that, they've got Luna. So I see their vision as much different where they'll work on the third party, but they're also probably going to have some strong first-party IP coming out. And I think one of the greatest things about the competition from big acquisitions like this with Activision is things that we can't even see yet. I think we'll see some of the greatest new IPs come out from developers, publishers, and different platforms than we have seen in many years. Because if you can't afford to go buy it, you got to start making it. You got to yeah. do one or the other, um, you know what I mean? So I think sure. we're going to see some fantastic new IPs start to flow out over the next uh, three to five years as it takes time for all these waves to to do what they're going to do. But it's it's Amazon and Google that Microsoft are looking at more than PlayStation and Nintendo right now. And I would say Luna, even though they're the least launched product, has the most potential right now over Stadia just with their current plan and what they're investing.
7: Okay, fair enough. How about I you think- Oh, sorry very quickly no, you I can... think with
5: um like Amazon I think they needed that sort of big win in the gaming space with their own first party titles and yeah. sort of New World I think has made them hungry for more yeah. and I think they'll be heavily investing a lot more than what they have been um sort of I know their first title <laughs> was only around for around a month before they took it away uh, but with New World I think they've seen that success and realized this can be very, very profitable for us. Yeah. And I think that's where you'll see them starting to put more emphasis into first party, if not like like sort of going out and acquiring someone like Sega or maybe a few smaller publishers. Okay. Good
7: point, Flash.
4: You know what, guys, now, now that I was uh, listening to your opinions, I'm now really concerned about uh, Google. The reason why is uh, they decided to not invest on first party titles. Right. They probably were not expecting Microsoft to buy Bethesda and buy Activision. Yeah. They were not spending the money. And now they find themselves in a position that, as Mike said, they need to double down. So they were not spending at all. But now they see, okay, if we want to compete, all right. we have to spend way more than what we were predicting to, to do, yeah. which was clearly not enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So I don't know, you know, when they meet with the investors, the shareholders, the shareholders, uh, there will be some interesting conversations because we all know they are not spending much.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And now they I, need to double down. Yeah. Not only because Microsoft bought the Bethesda and Activision, but as you guys say, Amazon probably wants to do something big as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh-huh. know. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I love to be in those meetings. <laughs> to honest, to understand yeah, yeah. What, what are their plans? What's their budget? What was their intentions for this year? And what are their thoughts now that they see how the other companies are moving? True. It doesn't look good, considering that they are being so quiet in terms of spending, spending right. money.
3: Right. True. Duncan, uh, go ahead. I was going to say this. I'm going to stick up for Amazon Luna, and I'm going to stick up for Stadia. I'm going to mention one purchase which would transform yeah. both of them uh, into a massive player in the gaming world, because that's all it takes is one game, GTA. You get GTA 6 exclusive on your platform. It brings people there and it's a snowball after that. It's exclusive drive you to the platforms. If they they go out and buy that, that takes data from a complete uh, irrelevance where it is at this moment in time, if we're going to be completely honest, along with Lena, and put them into the absolute spotlight. Of being uh, a place to play games, exclusives matter. If they go out and buy one, that is absolutely what they need to do. Uh,
2: do
7: you do you think this accelerates um, the comp- like everyone to like be a notice and acquiring? Right again, these companies <laughs> might not be available to acquire. Hopefully, you know Stadia has learned. Right, uh, you can't. You you gotta you get you gotta invest heavily quickly, unless some other company can come in and scoop. But so, do you think this makes the competition a lot more aggressive with acquiring?
3: I, I will just say I, I'll just quote the million dollar man and just say everybody's got a price, yeah. and, well, uh, and Hell Monkey is making fun of me saying yeah they. They couldn't go out and buy them. Yes, they could. They drop enough money. They will buy them. No one thought Activision was on the market, right. and they were. Right. Well,
1: to um, so me, I, I always bought these games on PlayStation. In my mind, these Activision Blizzard games, and even Bethesda, I always bought them on PlayStation. Then if I wanted the Portal experience, I bought it on um, the Switch, So now Xbox has just pulled the rug from all where my money's going and it's going into um, Xbox. That's where I'm going to be in the future. And now it makes me think, come on, who's going to buy Square Enix? Who's going to buy Capcom? Because once them are being acquired, if they ever do get acquired, it's game over. I'll I'll be so tied into that ecosystem. It'll be unbelievable. So for the competitors, they better hurry up and start whispering, going, how much will it take for us to buy you behind the scenes? Because if if they're not, it's all over.
2: Right.
7: Um, Maker, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I'm of the notion that just about anyone's open to be bought for a price. But at the same time, I think these companies are trying to find the right times to purchase them. Take uh the Activision Blizzard one. They're in a lawsuit right now. They're they're struggling in comparison to their previous years. And I think that was the optimal time for right. a purchase. Similarly with I think Bethesda, you know, they had Fallout 76, which kind of was a a bit of a mess, you know, but, but they do have a lot of really good titles under their belt. And so I think that was also a, a well thought out decision by the Xbox team to purchase them. Uh, I think Sony's a bit different. They, I think they're, they talk with them about making a game, help fund the game and say, Hey, we'll work out a deal. Maybe you coming over to us. And, and I think that's also a, like a good way you, work up a partnership, work out a deal. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just see how how it goes, but it's really up to whether or not those companies are willing to buy them at, at a specific price and how much they negotiate it for.
7: Yeah, good point. Uh, next question with this whole thing is, do you guys see Game Pass now being available on competitors' platforms, right? So again sony for instance right microsoft has said we're willing to put out games pretty much anywhere if they allow it so again game pass right google even as well right how we have ubisoft plus can we see like a game pass subscription model on google stadia or like as an amazon Luna channel do you think um, that is... I see Duncan Chicken said. What are your thoughts about that? Do you think that's the way Microsoft is going to go with uh, Game Pass? And do you think their comp- competition is going to okay that on their platform?
1: Do you know what? I, I hope so. I hope, like for example, if a Switch came out with a 5G compatible device, I would love to see Game Pass come out with all them AAA exclusives and then we have the right to play my Nintendo games. I would also love to see it on playstation but not so much compared to the nintendo side so i would love game pass everywhere
0: okay anyone else i would say to it's be okay. spec- to be specific like game pass like the full thing doesn't go to like playstation and nintendo and whatnot because we're talking ports and downloads and all that but x cloud part yeah. of game pass mm-hmm. i could see that I don't (laughs) see it on PlayStation would be insane. I really don't think you see that any time in the, in the near future, but um, Phil Spencer loves Nintendo, man. And, and if Nintendo would just open up a little bit, I I think you could actually see X cloud or game pass on the switch before you would the PlayStation. I I see that as more of a possibility, something like Luna or Google or, or Stadia, whatever. Mm, I, I, don't think you would see it expand to there, but it become kind of depends on the juggernaut that Game Pass becomes over the next two to five years, and how important it becomes to other platforms to offer it to their consumers, right? Yeah. So, it, and at the end of the day, it's going to come down to numbers, numbers, numbers. That's all it ever comes down to. Right. I think like if they continue with this acquisition spree, they
7: pretty much going to have like every IP under the belt to where every i i would assume right every company are going to want those games on their platform and so like you're saying it depends what jugnet they become but imagine if they have like sega under the belt square enix under the belt right they other companies are going to want those games on their platform so they're going to you know be willing to play nice again microsoft has said as anywhere game passes we're we're there right so if sony accepts it you can start seeing active, you know, like it's, it's pretty interesting where this is headed, but yeah. Anyone else with this?
3: Yeah. I'll jump in. I'll I'll jump in. I'll make my mark very quick. I don't think it's going to Amazon Luna and I don't think it's going to Stadia. I think everywhere else is open for it because they tell me,
7: tell me why Duncan, why, why do you think they're not going on Amazon and Google?
3: You know, you're just trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is because... No, tell the
7: people, tell the people, because they might not know.
3: Because that is who they're competing against in the cloud space. There you go. I uh, I would not be surprised if, I would not, sorry, I need to rephrase it. I would not be, uh, I wouldn't rule it out, uh, Game Pass going to GFM. Yeah. Believe believe it or not, because I think that would make a lot of sense because it's a PC market, and it's uh, not a proper competitor for them, and it'll have cost them less money, less porting. You know, you do know, you know all the things there. Uh, I could see it making its way to PlayStation because it, I have to get my clever if I've been in here the, the the Phil Spencer being clever, uh, where he has said. Uh, his desire to uh, bring uh, Call of Duty to PlayStation uh, on top of the deals. I can see some sort of Game Pass going to PlayStation. It, it might be, as GTP said, uh, via the via the cloud. I can see it going to Nintendo uh, as well. But Amazon and, uh, and Google, not a mission. I do not see that happening.
7: Yeah. So there's a recent interview, I'm glad you said that, Duncan, to where um, they said it again, that Google and Amazon are kind of their competitors, right? Again, Sony is Sony. They've been doing what they've been doing for a long time. But when it comes to like finances, they can't make this big acquisition, right? But I think Microsoft sees that Amazon and uh, Google, if they are really serious about gaming, they have the finances to really compete. Um, So, yeah, you're right. They might not, right? Because, again, if they're the main competitors, they might not put the games on there. But it's going to be quite interesting to see if they do. Right. Anyone else?
4: Yeah, I wanted to say something. Um, basically because a lot of people speculate or wish that they could have Game Pass on, on GeForce now uh, I'm hoping, I, I really don't think so I'm hoping that I'm going to be wrong like a lot of times I'm wrong with my predictions <laughs> but I really don't think Game Pass will come to, to GeForce now Why? We could think about, you know, now that you were uh, uh, according to what you were just saying some we could invent some conspiracy theory saying okay they are gonna put the Game Pass on GeForce now, so GeForce now gets stronger than Kill Stadia. But no, I, I don't think that's that's happening really. And there is something that I want to say, you know, is, which is Phil Spencer, he's he's like a really cool guy. He seems like one of us, right? But he's still the CEO of a major company. And he yeah. needs to respond to, you know, to the stakeholders. We should not forget that. Uh, I hope, I really hope I'm wrong when I say I don't think Game Pass is going to be on GeForce now. It would be wonderful if on next GFN Thursday we got the news that Game Pass is going to be on GeForce now. I hope so, <laughs> but I really don't see that happening because, you know, all this talk from Phil Spencer about, you know, we want our games in as much devices and, you know, as possible, we want people to enjoy our games. Personally, I think this is just marketing talk. That's how I see it. Yeah. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong, but I don't see that happening. I think a lot of the Phil Spencer talk when he's talking about making gamers happy, you know, a lot of our games in as much as places as possible, I think it's just marketing. And we yeah. love it. That's why people love Phil Spencer, actually, right? And that's yeah. why we buy into whatever he he's, he sells to us. But yeah, yeah. again, I really hope I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Charles. Did you just turn into a bird? I I actually just leaned on the actually hotkey Then I got the keyboard on my uh, mouse, and I actually just leaned on my avatar hotkey. Oh, that's so. cool. That's cool. Uh, I, 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 I yeah. can do it. I, I can do it on the whim, but I was just you know. Well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff.
7: Anyone else with this, man? This was a huge news. Uh, people are still talking about it today, the, the impact that it's made. Um, but yeah, this uh, brings up a lot of questions when it comes to cloud gaming. Like we stated here, how serious are their competitors, right? <laughs> That's cool too. Is, is Google going to be willing to shell out money to compete? Is Amazon going to continue, right, creating first-party studio games? Are they going to be aggressive with trying to acquire companies, right? These are questions I think these companies are going to be asking themselves just because of this move. So it not only shook the console PC market, but I think for cloud gaming as a whole, it it is is bringing up a lot of questions for these companies. So it's going to be cool to see how they respond to it.
6: Hey, can right. I go against the grain really quickly and yeah, say that? Dude. Um yeah. I think I think it'd be a very smart move to bring um Game Pass titles to Luna um simply because you, you kind of turn them into a client instead of a competitor. People Ooh. will people will jump into the Luna space just to play Game Pass titles. Um Stadia, I don't think they're really worried about Stadia, but um Google as a whole, perhaps. Um, you know cloud space business yeah but not game side i don't believe they're worried about stadia game side
3: um why yeah yeah just as pretty, gamer yeah. has said, it, said in that, it's something we discussed when we were talking about the activision uh uh merger here this is actually harvin google's cloud gaming service as well not data their actual cloud service because this is going to be pulling activision off the call of duty uh runs off google's uh infrastructure there along with king i know people we, we, we could have had a big talk about king and i know i've been getting made fun of when i talk about the mobile gaming but they they're going to be losing two of their biggest uh gaming people there, because obviously when this merger goes free, if it goes free, they're going to pull their services off Google Cloud and put them on DSU. So th- this, th- that's another bit of this as well, which I don't uh, think is getting talked enough uh, in the, the, the cloud space.
2: I, yeah. I definitely think it, it doesn't get talked about enough, uh, especially the IP. Uh, another thing is IP recognition in Eastern countries. Uh, Xbox has mostly been very westernized. So Eastern side, you know, Japan and China and stuff, usually they don't really sell really well. Uh, So stuff like Blizzard, whether you've got like StarCraft II and uh, you've you've got King, which which deals with mobile games, which is very big in places like India, China, et cetera. I think when they start to shift xCloud over to those things, having titles that people are familiar with will really push that service and make it a strong competitor.
7: Yeah, true, true. One last thing I want to talk about with this, right? So I don't know if you guys, do see recent, I'm trying to locate where it is, but a recent uh, interview with uh, F- Phil Spencer, where he talked about, um, I think it was said in Nadella whatever the CEO's name is, either him or Phil, but they were talking about why they made this move to acquire. And in that conversation, they stated, right. Google is known for the search, uh, Amazon's known for, you know, the, the online store. And they said that they want Microsoft to be known for gaming. Right. And I think that says a lot. That's one, the, that's a huge statement to make. Um, and it shows we talk about it here all the time right it we we see that we see phil uh Spencer, uh the ceo of microsoft talking right this move right here is huge because again it shows the commitment that microsoft have towards gaming just want to in a way end with this right going forward do you do you see microsoft being that like being known for gaming like if you think microsoft you think gaming because it sounds like that's what they want to approach with all this acquisition so i'm just going to open that up to you guys how big of a move is this and do you think that when you talk about gaming you'll identify microsoft instead of sony and nintendo or anyone else
0: i mean i already do Uh, And have for for a long time. And what Microsoft's really doing is just embracing something that's already always been. Because Microsoft had Windows originally and and gaming on Windows and and starting even back in 1995. And before that, they had Flight Simulator, um, which was Microsoft Flight Simulator way back then. Gaming has been a part of their lifeblood for a long time. Um, I highly suggest anybody that hasn't watched that six-part Xbox show good that came stuff. out. It's good really stuff, good. Yeah. Um, it'll talk about these things I'm saying, and and all the way up to like when Bill Gates red uh, green lighted the original Xbox to kind of the team to kind of start moving forward. And he dumped like a billion dollars off the bat on that. It was like up oh, billion dollars go let let's let's start this process. And of course, it was no easy road. But they wanted to get there. They saw what was going on in the space. So I, I don't think this is new information. It's just it's Microsoft really deciding to fully embrace it and become right. what they've always been, which is a big part of gaming. Yeah. So this this move right
7: here targets every game division. It's not just cloud. It's not just console. It's not just PC it sounds like they're going after everyone. And I think this move, you know, to get uh, Activision, again, you know, they they have, what's the the mobile game, the popular one that they're getting from this too. So in a way, it's like, they're going to be going for mobile, they're going to be going for console, they're going to be going for cloud. This is bold, but man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. And doesn't Call of Duty with Tencent, right? Like the mobile version. So they're still going to have some kind of take Ooh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. that and I think that yeah. game makes like a billion dollars yeah. a year so I don't know it's, yeah. it's a high number so mm-hmm. I mean they're, they're going to have a little piece of that and th- the other thing is this is all kind of like two parts so like everybody talks about the IP that Microsoft is getting but they're also just making a freaking statement by dropping, yep. you know, between Bethesda and Activision alone, yep. we're over seventy million dollars. You add in Minecraft they got in twenty fourteen yep. and some other purchases. Microsoft's dropping eighty to a hundred billion dollars in the past eight years in gaming. Who else is doing that?
7: It's crazy. It's
0: making a huge statement. It's it's, it's not even just the IP they're getting.
7: Huge, and last time I said I know someone else want to talk, but not just in the gaming space are they making noise but they are shown the world also that gaming is important and you know take notice i mean you're hearing people who don't even follow gaming talking about gaming now because of this acquisition so in a way they also put like gaming on the map right showing people we spending 70 billion dollars here take notice right we're not playing around and this is a big market so i think that's pretty cool to see as well but anyone else, I know someone else want to talk. Duncan, was that you?
3: No, it wasn't me, but I can talk. Uh-huh. I knew you know what be. I, I can talk and talk and talk and talk <laughs> and ahead, talk. <laughs> uh, well, I don't, for me, I, I like Microsoft. I like PlayStation. I like Nintendo. But when I think gaming, I do not think Microsoft at this moment in time. If I'm thinking gaming, it's more probably. Uh, PlayStation or even uh, just go Steam and and stuff like that. It's they have work to do still uh, in in that uh, space. I think it's we say this about cloud is too early to call. I think this is far too early to call because we have got so much going on uh, and things are going to change in the next twelve to eighteen months. We. We're seeing the. I know this isn't really tribe related, but we'll, we'll, we'll just talk January. We're seeing the rise of Oculus and Meta, which you made fun yep. of me that last week. Yeah, uh, we're seeing the rise of Meta uh, with Oculus. We've got the giant, and people are sleeping in this, I believe. We have Apple making their headset as well. If you are if going down this metaverse and into gaming, they're making theirs. They're, uh, this, yeah, uh,
2: yes, maker. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Apple jumps in as well. Look at their new subscription service through Apple Arcade, where they have exclusive titles with Platinum Games made World of Demons, which everybody knows Platinum Games from Bayonetta and Neo yeah. Automata. Like they're they're a well known developer in the AAA yeah. game space. Uh, uh, he mentioned Meta as well. One thing we didn't cover was actually Activision blizzard also approached meta yes. about the purchase yes
7: true and I'm, I'm glad you said duncan sorry we'll get back to you but yeah so they, they active came to different uh companies to sell the company to them and yeah facebook was one of them Meta, if you want to call it that and i heard there was someone else i think they talked about EA or some other company but yeah they approached several people but they said microsoft was the quickest to respond. And this happened in December. So this is all fresh, all new. Um, but yeah, just one. sorry. Duncan, go ahead. I
0: Duncan,
3: what I, were, were, were I really thought I was going to talk but Yeah, I, I, I think we're going to see. Uh, I, I think when we come back in 12 to 18 months here, we're going to be talking about other companies. I think this is just this is just kicking this off, and the one where I, I have got my eye on is PlayStation with teaming up with Apple. I, I I don't know what is appealing with me there, but I think that could be one to keep an eye on because I think that would go hand in hand.
2: They they do sell that PS5 controller on the Apple Store.
3: Uh, and uh, the, the uh, Apple's getting pushed heavily by uh, PlayStation as well for for Apple TV. So I I don't know why, but I I've got a feeling that could be something.
7: You know, that's that's great that you said that because Apple, when they make like acquisition, they like for instance Beats headset, right? They like to go for quality, right? And a lot of people know Sony for quality IPs, right? But it might biggest thing with that is you know uh trying to acquire a company that's located in different country this like, like you have to worry about the laws of that country so that that might be i would say if they were an american company that probably will happen a lot sooner but you have that microsoft, to take into consideration
2: microsoft had to deal with that with uh, bethesda as well tango uh softworks is is in yeah. japan
7: it's true. It's true.
2: But they did it. Um, so we'll see. Again, this is, uh, it, it,
7: it might be fun, um, but some people don't like the whole, you know, acquisition stuff. But it's changing. Gaming is changing. And this this is pretty interesting to see unfold for sure. But anyone else, we're going to wrap this up. Um, sorry, we didn't get to Fortnite, iOS uh, and GeForce Now but that's a big deal if you guys are ios users check fortnite out through geforce now touch controls all that good stuff but yeah let's just give members a chance to plug the channels let people know what they do and where you can find them so to get started holds what do you do sir where can people find you
1: well, at the moment, I was actually messing around this week with actually customization. I was I was using like a, the Melon app to see if I can stream some um, stage in GeForce now, and it was having a little bit of hiccups, only like a microsecond, but I didn't think that reflected um, the the cloud service as well. So I decided to you know to customize me, stream labs and stuff like that to get ready to play some games on Twitch. So you can actually see me on Twitch next week with. Um, pokemon legend arcus and then like likes of grid legends and stuff like that next month and and they're placing five titles and even cloud titles in next month on cloud gaming club nice. and stuff. you've just you've just seen that I accidentally leaned on my um character so that, that'll that be my character <laughs> like going that. going forward it's fully all automated so I it should it. be it should be fun
7: that's awesome good stuff holds good to have you in here Fletch. it's good to see you, my dude Hello, How you doing? yeah yeah, good, yeah. Good. <laughs> thank you for having me on yeah I let the people know what you do and where they can find you
5: yeah so um i've started started back up again um after having the baby so <laughs> um sort of doing everything from sort of you know stadia xcloud Cloud, uh, starting to branch into geforce now um sort of when luna comes that as well sort of bit bit of everywhere sort of priority is stadia and xcloud for myself um especially on the xcloud front of doing a lot of comparisons between those sort of streams um sort of yeah just doing a lot of um comparisons live streams sort of in and out really (laughs) um but you obviously find the uh, psx cloud um so yeah (laughs) just doing a lot of things at the moment really got a lot of stuff planned lined up as well
7: that's awesome man Good to have you on. And it's good to see you. I know when you have a baby, man, it takes a lot of your time. So good to see you getting back to creating content, man. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Duncan, what do you do, sir? Where can people
3: find you? Uh, you can find me over Canadian of Games. We've got a load of videos going where we've 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 slightly changed a bit of our content and still getting the usual sort of stuff, but we're we're branching out slightly, which seems to be going down. Well,
7: so go check that out. It. I like it, I like it. I love the there's a video you showed. Um I think it's like how to play uh extraction, right, through Game Pass and GFN or something like that. Brilliant video yeah. if you guys haven't checked that out. But yeah, man. Good to have you in here, Duncan, for sure. Did you shave? Or yeah, haircut? Uh, that,
3: uh, both? both i was viciously assaulted so i was who made fun every, of you
7: duncan who made fun of you
2: yeah it looks like you got into a fight with a lawnmower
7: yeah. are you lucky hell monkey was not on, on this panel too, you would have heard it from but good to have you in here for sure tito good to see you my dude um let the people know what you do and where can people find you
4: yeah, well, they can find me in, in GeForce Now in Espanol, you know, for Spanish-speaking users, uh, YouTube account, Twitch account, uh, also Twitter account. And more recently, I have been helping you guys uh, with the Cloud Gaming Extreme and Espanol channel. Right. For all those who like the Cloud Gaming Extreme videos, especially the comparison videos, the weekly videos. But a lot of people don't speak English, you know, they just watch the videos because they like the content, but <laughs> they don't. Yeah. understand me so i'm helping you guys with the plugin extreme in espanol channel as well yeah. and yeah that's it and nice to be here again thank you
7: yeah for sure thanks man your work is is awesome people seem to be really enjoying it so thanks for what you do for for us there um gamer how are you sir what I'm good let yeah. um... people know what you do where they can find you
6: find find me here and on twitter when i am here man i'm i'm, I'm the elusive cat so <laughs> wherever you can find me that's where i am <laughs> for
7: sure for sure
6: love it here though
7: <laughs> yeah man always always good to have you as a panel member man good stuff maker of chaos
2: sir tell the people what you do where they can find you um you can find me at cloudy with games i help them out with some stuff as well as CGX you know I help you guys out a little bit and uh, I'm every Thursday I'm on Dr. Spaceman's show Cloud Nation TV and you can uh, catch me on Twitter I mostly just post kind of gaming news on my Twitter profile uh, at maker of chaos 12 if you're interested
7: that's awesome Dr. Spaceman's also a panel member and they have a dope podcast as well so definitely make sure you check that out. Um, Makers, good to see you. And again, thank you for, for being here. So GTP, shout outs to you, man. Uh, I was trying to set this up and Monkey and Chief couldn't make it. I was like, man, who else can I ask? And you were the first person that came to mind. So thank you for taking it on and it, you, you killed it. And So appreciate that.
0: Thanks, man. I, I don't know if I if I killed it, but hopefully everybody was was all right for the first yeah. hour and a half or so. You, you did get um, it, but get. no, it was an honor, man, to uh, to to fill the shoes for a little while. It was it was a, a lot of fun. Yeah, good stuff. But, uh, Tell
7: the people, yeah, what you do and where they can find you.
0: Yeah, guys, all kinds of um, gameplays and comparisons and game testing for cloud console and PC. You can find me under uh, Game Tech Planet on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook.
7: Nice, nice. GTP man
0: again, thank you so much
7: for covering. Um anyway. but yeah, yeah. So guys, this is gonna be right after it's done on audio form on Anchor so or whatever you know, audio podcast you use, check that out. But yeah, really appreciate you guys. Again, thank you guys for sticking around. GTP again, thanks for hosting. And yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Should be back, I'm sure. There's gonna be some crazy Cloud gaming news to talk about next week. But we'll catch you guys then. Till next time, peace out, y'all.